<laughs> bam, we're late. No, bam, we're live. Are we late? Oh, 701. Good job, Pablo. Pablo. <laughs> he was on it. Good morning. Good morning. I forgot to take, I guess I should take my notes. Oh, oh shit. Are you doing all right over there? Who me? <laughs> yeah, I'm. A, I, I'm. I'm. Uh, everything's good. I'm just a little slow this morning. That hey, so lifestyle. There's um. What do you think about this? So, so Jr. and Taylor want to do this show tonight, and it's awesome. Uh, it's the top ten best moments from the 2022 CrossFit Games. <coughs> Ooh, I was wheezing a little bit. Uh-oh. Um, and, uh, for no reason, don't anyone get crazy. Like I was hitting a vape <laughs> pen or smoking. Just oh, I, I was thinking the vid and no, oh, maybe, maybe I could have COVID. Um, uh, and, um, 2020. Uh, so tonight the show is supposed to be the, the 10 best moments from the, um, uh, CrossFit games. And I got the idea cause I was over on uh, Tommy and Shawnee's, uh, account talking elite fitness and i was like holy shit they have like eighty seven thousand views on a on a video that says like the best blah 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 moments of day two or something right so i'm like fuck let's milk that shit and um but uh jr and taylor also want to have it combined with some other show that i guess is a um is stealing the idea from espn that's called the not so 10 moments or something not and they 10. want it to be yeah they're not top 10 yeah i guess espn does that and they're not top 10 every friday. and they want it it's every friday yeah and like and they want it they want to do it in the same show and i want it to be two separate shows but then taylor is saying if we do it in two separate shows the not so top 10 will seem like we're shitting on the crossfit games and he doesn't want to shit on the crossfit games i know that's a lot to take in but did, does that make sense to you you think we should do it as two separate shows? I, I vote two two separate shows. I think if you do the, the top 10 first and then we do that second one, you can't really be shitting on it because we've already done our favorite top 10 moments. Then we do our... Well, people are going to say we're shitting on it no matter what. Is also my thought. Well, then there you go. Do you <laughs> have a thought on that, Caleb? Do yeah, it should I, be one show or two shows? I like the two separate shows, but that's just me. I'm, I mean, it's a, they do like... Like ESPN does it like... Every other day of the week, it's top 10. And then on Friday, they just do like a funny, like the shitty things that happen in the in the sporting world. So I think people enjoy like, like that. What is it? Like a guy hits a ball and it hits it like a baseball player hits a bird and the bird dies? Is it shit like that? Yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. <laughs> or you get like pegged in the head or something like from you like can't see a fly ball or stuff like that. It's just it's kind of funny yeah. stuff. So yeah, it'd be like, like a, the stuff where the girls were picking up the sandbag and it was like spitting them out the back. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That shit's cool. Or like, like how Pat fell off of the like a couple years ago when Pat fell off of the the rope the rope ladder stuff like yeah that. yeah when Pat fell off the rope ladder. I'd like to get Pat on the show. Has Pat done any post game interviews? I don't think so. Not that I've seen yet. He's been doing his like event posts, but that's pretty much it. I should look at all those and see if he wants to come on the show. It's like his worst finish ever, right? Sixth? Yeah, I think so. 
Yeah. Somebody said that they had confirmed news about what was going on with Haley, and I just was checking on Instagram. There's no confirmed news. What's going on? <laughs> or breaking news. Excuse me, breaking news. No. All caps, hopefully. No breaking um, news. Look at um look at uh three twenty-eight. What do you think about this? Did you see the three pictures I sent to you guys of Maddie Rogers this morning? I did. Yeah, I did. Yep. Speculating? Are you going to speculate on that? I, I think I should. I went back and forth. I was in the shower this morning being like, I, I, I think I can do it with that with just being nice. Is the I need thing- to pull up a chart and see like what cardiac arrest. Everything's so screwed up in the medical world right now. I mean, it, it's like, like all of a sudden the flu has been gone for two years, right? So it just makes you realize that nothing is being tracked correctly. All of a sudden COVID's here and now no one's had the flu or influenza in two years. So I... Who knows if how common the shit used to be, but for it's on my radar now. This is a a rider, a professional bike rider, yesterday or two days ago, who died in his sleep of cardiac arrest. His name is Rab Wardell. He's like thirty seven or twenty seven. How old is the guy? Thirty seven. Thirty seven. He died in his sleep. Have you heard of this new thing that's that they've invented? It's called sudden adult death syndrome. It's a takeoff of sudden infant death syndrome. It's now it's now a thing. Yeah, it's that's crazy. I don't understand it. Like, I don't, yeah, shouldn't every death be considered like sudden adult death syndrome? <laughs> like, uh, well, I mean, yeah. there should be a cause behind it. I hope. Yeah, that's what I'm well, saying. Like, another one. Hit everything is sudden. Like, unless the person's like terminally ill, like. Oh, I think it's a way for them to categorize it without a condition. Will you scroll up just a little bit? I just want to read this one paragraph, and then I'll leave this guy alone. Uh, Now, however, professional sportsmen and women dropping – oops, oops. Where were we? We scrolled – oh, sorry, the other way down. Sorry, the other way. Keep going. Uh, Now, however, professional sportsmen and women dropping dead from heart attacks – has become the new normal. Literally hundreds have suffered cardiac arrest since the mass COVID vaccination program got underway. We do not know Rab Wardell's vaccine status and the BBC doesn't, doesn't elaborate, but he joins a growing list of professional and amateur sports uh, men and women who have died from cardiac arrest. The fact that the BBC doesn't mention Wardell's vaccine status or the cause of his death suggests that they aren't interested in investigating any further. That's the part I don't understand. Why don't, when someone dies. Abruptly and kind of mysteriously like that. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, they, well, nothing to see here. They should, they should tell, they should, they should give us that uh, data point. I think, I think that there's enough data now to, to show that. Um, there's a, there's a comment that came in on YouTube this morning that said, um, uh, we were talking about Chandler Smith. I still haven't seen the piece uh, made under the Buttery Bros production, but it lo- sounds like it's really good. It's about Chandler Smith's 2022 run at the CrossFit Games. And I guess one of the things they talk about in there is his asthma. And I made a comment that um, did his asthma kick up at Rogue because pe- uh, people there were showing signs of allergies. And someone wrote in the comments, he doesn't have allergies, he has asthma. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 there's so many fucking dumb comments in YouTube, but I, it, it hurts me a little bit. It, it hurts me how stupid people are. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. 
It's so bad. I, I tried to play it off as well. They're just really myopic and they're, they're actually really smart. It's the most focused person in the world. <laughs> I, I, please tell me you see, it's like, um, they're not a smoker. They, it's not smoking that causes their asthma. They have asthma. It's like, like you do not see the, there might be a the connection you were drawing there. It's not the vaccine that caused their death. It was the sudden adult death syndrome. It was the bike riding. It was the bike riding. I just, I, I don't know how much I have to. There's another one too. There was another one too. That's fascinating in there. We were talking about. I was. I was arguing. Uh, well, Hiller and this other guy were talking about that um, CrossFit. This other guy. <laughs> in order to be professional, um, needs to stop behaving like a high school sport. And I said, "Hey, there's tons of professional sports that act like high school sports and do stupid shit out there." And one of the things I referenced was the motorcycle race, uh, the Isle of Man TT. And I said something like, seven people die every year. Uh, uh, fans die every year," and. The guy basically wrote, hey, you fucking idiot. Seven fans don't die every year. It's just two fans have only died there or something like that. So I go and look, and it's actually he, he was he was actually right. But it, but 231 riders have died there. And that was my point. Not who died. Not who died. But the fact that every year someone's dying in this sport. In the sport, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, dude, like <laughs> – Splitting hairs again. Yeah, like, like you're totally like. How about writing instead of calling me a jackass? How about being like, "Hey, dude, they're not actually fans that die; they're the drivers that die." But your point is still valid, right? Um, if people are dying every year in a sport, that you're right. That's that's something. Something's kind of fucked up. At least you're not dying in CrossFit every year. <laughs> but I just the the shit people say in there. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's 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 fa- it's fascinating to me. It's fa- it, it, It's those same people that look at a guy who's smoking and dying of cancer who tells you not to smoke and they call the guy a hypocrite. No, actually. <laughs> He's a man with experience who's telling you like, hey. He's saving you. Yeah, you probably don't want to smoke. I, I like to comment. I thought you were going to touch on this one where somebody was like clearly newer to the show. And I forget what show it was, but they were like – Maybe a little less political talk. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you must be new here. <laughs> it, it was it was the same thing when um uh, uh the inconvenient truth came out, the movie, the Al Gore movie, and everyone was attacking Al Gore, like everyone on the right. And it's like, dude, shut up. Like, I, like, like, why are you hating the messenger? Tell, it, I don't care that I don't care that his dad was uh, um a, a, a racist in relationship to whether he. If climate change is real or not help me out with the subject don't don't hate the messenger I, I don't care i don't care about the messenger so much unless it unless it's relevant to the argument it was just people who hated al gore who and, and then when you conflate that we 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 just hurt our own argument we just uh, set ourselves back just just be like hey like i don't care like if he still flies around in a private jet if if, if climate change is real uh, and he's the messenger of it. Let's hear it. If it, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Heidi. Thank you. Uh, for, for Heidi, for, Heidi speaks from the '90s. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just summed up the point you're trying to make there. Thank you. Oh yes, Maddie Rogers. So here's the deal. Oh yeah. Do you want me to? Are we bringing up her Instagram, or are we just? Okay, we, we uh, or uh, you could you could probably bring up those. 
pictures. Um, you can probably bring up those pictures. Uh, morning, dude. Sevon, just got through the Hiller episode. You're getting me. Jeremy Williams confused with Jeremy Garcia. All good. I'm still shirtless in my... Oh, thank you. Thank God. <laughs> probably more shirtless yeah, than Hiller. Probably more shirtless than Hiller. Hey, I've been here in uh, in Newport, and my neighbor... And, and I've been here for about 10 days, and last time I was here for two weeks, there's a guy who lives two doors down. He was shirtless the entire time, and he's this big, beautiful man. And uh, now I've been here another 10 days, and I... So I've known the guy now for a total of 24 days and I've never seen him wear a shirt. It's pretty dope. <laughs> I like how you added the days together too. <laughs> I, I'm turn I'm turning into like a beach bum. You got a, you got some good color going. Yeah, look at look at my hair too. Look. Oh damn. Oh jeez. <laughs> you you're you're like full like Newport. You know what we need to do? We yeah. get you like a Gucci shirt. Oh, those some, those glasses are probably already expensive, and you'd be full LA, like just. Yeah. I'm getting um, uh, I, I'm I'm eating it. I'm eating a little less. I'm a little more strict on my diet because I'm shirtless more. It's because you were attacked um, when that person a- attacked you with violence in their words. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. If I had your body, I I would totally fuck shirts, burn them all. Yes. Yeah, Jim never needs to wear a shirt. Um, so the thing I saw with, uh, Maddie was she posted something in her story. I don't know her by the way. Um, I I don't even know much about her. She has a shitload of followers. I want to say over 600,000 followers. And I think she's been to the Olympics. Correct. She does. And did she go to Tokyo? Did she go to, did she go to Tokyo Olympics? Yeah, she did. Did she go to, did she go to any other Olympics? Did she competed out? Because you didn't need Okay, because you didn't need a vaccine to go to the Tokyo Olympics. Because we had David yeah. Ta- we had David Taylor on the uh, Olympic wrestler, and he did not get vaccinated. Yeah, I know another uh, weightlifter that went to that also wasn't vaccinated. So okay, so she made this post of her um, b- breaking out in, in hives, completely bro- breaking out in hives, and I've seen a bunch of incidents of that of people who are uh, saying that. They got that from the vaccine. So uh, it says, um, uh, pretty girl, young girl, and it says, I was really hoping I wouldn't have to share this because I thought it would go away. I am having a really hard time post-COVID. It apparently triggered an old autoimmune disorder. You, do you guys see autoimmune disorder? It's is AID, AIDS. Do you guys know about AIDS, what it does, how, how people die of AIDS and HIV, what the deal is? If, if you don't, look that up. But it's... You should know some stuff about that. And I'm balls deep in dealing with it. I wake up every single morning like this. So she's, it sounds like she's blaming COVID. I am not contagious. I am not ill. I do not have monkeypox. It's just hives from an immune system attacking my own body. Now, I have not, it's, it's interesting because I, I don't see people blaming COVID for this. But, but it sounds like maybe she is. That'd be the first time I've actually seen people blame COVID for this. So I asked for your kindness and understanding as I'm extremely uncomfortable and embarrassed. Well, you shouldn't be embarrassed. You're still pretty girl, just some hives. Uh, it fades throughout the day with meds. Uh-oh, that, I wonder what the fuck that is. But mornings and nights will look about like this. It's mildly painful, yes, but it mostly looks terrible. So please be kind. I mean, it doesn't look terrible, but I, I, I wouldn't want it, and I feel for you. I'm sorry that that happened. 
Um, uh, that being said, if you could pull up her profile pic, now I know these are just correlates. I know I'm not, I'm not, these are just correlates. I find it fascinating that an Olympian, that any athlete, that any person would, unless you were a, uh, umpire would wear a mask in their profile pic. <laughs> It's fascinating to me. I can't, I, for the, I can't get my head around it in, in even this, in this, in this, uh, in any way, unless your job required it. And it was something you were trying to share. Like, I would understand what you would be trying to share with the world by having a, a, a picture of you with the mat. Maybe if you were, uh, um, your business was selling Halloween masks, you would wear a mask. I, just, I, did, I did. I don't get it at all. Maybe she's invested in that company that makes those masks. I have no idea. That would be smart. And then also in her profile pic, it says she has a bachelor's of science in she has some degree, a BS in the health sciences. Let's see. Oh, BS in exercise, exercise. science and human performance. So God, you guys are going to hate this. Some of you are going to hate this. Go ahead. So to be fair, that, that degree has nothing to do with like, medicine itself right well but it but it is amongst the other bullshit degrees where you're being brainwashed you're basically being fed lies and ideologies and you're basically just being fed lies for for fucking four years and in we've had i've had at least 50 guests between this podcast and the crossfit podcast who maybe are all pro vaccine even fuck i don't know but they'll all tell you that it was a their two days at the crossfit level one was more valuable as a human being than their kinesiology health sciences whatever degree yeah now, if she was a fucking bio if she was a biology major maybe i'd have a little i'd have a little she would still be a program dunce but but pretty much the people <laughs> who are parading around as the smartest people in the world right now with their harvard doctorates and shit we, we know that they're the morons now the script's been flipped so we have these two we have these two strong correlates she's wearing a mask in her picture and for some reason she's proud of her degree which well, in the last few it, years should you should be. basically be hiding if you went to, you're basically <laughs> saying i was brainwashed unfortunately i i don't want that to be true um but i did send her a dm asking if she's uh vaccinated but uh Wait, you did? You, you yeah, just, I sent her a DM. The blue check not, mark, the blue check mark account. No, I don't have that one's all fucked up still. <laughs> oh, still bye bye. You're in requests. <laughs> and I and I dug through her account, looking for you know uh, any signs you know like where she was pre like you know a picture of her like pointing at her band aid or shit like that. Um, yeah, well, I can tell you, I know somebody that got COVID. Oh, did she have pronouns in her bio too? That's definitely vaccinated. I didn't. I didn't see that. I didn't did see she? That I didn't see it. I looked for. I looked for that too. Um, uh, Chris Hassel will be talking about that in one second. Uh, but the Harvard kids are getting ten k mm. in debt for giving seven. Yes, we will be mm, talking about mm, that very mm, shortly. Mm. I didn't. See um, got COVID. Got the booster too close to the time that they had COVID, and then they had to get the booster. It was a job mandation thing that's why that, that that was pushed and then broke out in that same exact rash who oh, you did i know somebody who did yep oh so not you not matt souza i'm not vaccinated but someone you know yep had vaccinated and when got they got COVID. the booster uh, and they think that that was what happened 
Mm-hmm. And I've heard a lot of shit like that too, like people getting the shot while they have COVID and some bad shit happening. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, I, as as much as a person can know without having a hundred percent evidence, they know because I mean it was just the timeline of it and everything else. And um, what she wrote was consistent with the same thing that I heard because it actually wasn't one person. I've heard a couple people that have had that the COVID rash, and everybody that I know that's had the the COVID rash, like the long COVID, are all vaccinated and boosted. Yeah, I don't know any. I I I don't know anybody who had COVID. I only know the one person we had on the show who had COVID or something bad happened from it. And I just saw him this weekend and we were talking about it. And he said that the sickest he's ever been in his whole life, except from shooting meth and, and uh, was um, uh, when he got the vaccine in the hospital, he was in the hospital for 80 days with COVID, but he was obese and uh, smoking uh, two to three uh, cartridges of jewels a day. And he was sick, all right. Yeah. And he oh, was six yeah. months clean of shooting meth and heroin oh. and fentanyl. My uh, dentist. I still don't know a healthy person who died of COVID. I still don't know one. I not not one, not one. And by healthy, I just mean just I don't even mean I mean like like I'm fat and me talking about like someone like me. Um, can you put can you look up COVID, Caleb, and then type in it'll uh, Google will let you search by countries. I think we are. I already showed you guys this, but you got to see what's happening in Australia and New Zealand. Those well, people aren't in my DMs anymore. For like two years, I talked shit about Australia and New Zealand, about how crazy they that they're, the lockdowns were going to backfire on them. And they're like, you guys are selfish assholes in the United States, and you don't know what you're talking about. And I'm <laughs> and like, all exact, right. It happened right. exactly the way you <laughs> All right. I'm just a dumb homeless guy, but let me tell you, I think, I, I think I'm on to something. With so I'm pretty sure a week and a half ago, I had the vid as well. And uh, I went to the dentist earlier this week and she informed me that I should not be exercising because of enlarged heart <laughs> problems and I might, I might die. And then I told that she goes, so have you been, she goes, so when are you going to exercise next? And I've been, I told her I've been exercising the whole time. Wait, <laughs> your her, dentist like, told you this? Mine was going to explode. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, how do you know that it's an enlarged heart? Like that COVID's causing that problem. Um, and she goes, Oh, cause of the soccer players. Oh shit. So, okay. So that's must. so that's the thing. And, and, yeah. and Maddie was, is trying to do that too, but they're trying the to blame thing. COVID instead of the vaccine. That's fascinating. And hey, we, and here's the thing. That was another problem with, with vaccinating everyone, by the way, which thank God they didn't, because then there would be no control group. They wanted to get rid of the control group. So there could be no real studies. So to her point, when she said that, I had asked, like, do you think there's any other correlates? Do you think the vaccine has messed with people? And she, and she basically was like, well, we won't know because everybody's vaccinated. And I may or may not have. You know, they may they may not be too clear on my vaccination status inside there. Amazing. It's amazing. Uh, Stephen Flores just posted something about 83 percent of the, of the United States is obese. It, it is. I, I saw something the other day that they're suggesting that uh, the new generation of kids is thirty percent has thirty percent less cardiovascular capacity or whatever the fuck their metric was than kids fifty years ago. And it's like, dude, thirty percent less, dude. It's it's got to be a thousand percent less. It's gonna be so weird what happens with the younger. Because I had a bunch of gym members that had young kids right during the pandemic and how afraid they were because they could already tell. And some of these 
were their first children, they could already tell that their kids were acting weirder, having been like stuffed in the house and then being around everybody with masks and in some cases being forced to have masks on and not being a lar- around large groups. And my gym was still doing community stuff and things like that. So the, a lot of the parents would bring their kids to put them in an environment with a lot of other adults because it didn't exist at that time. And they were super freaked out because they were like, yeah, they used to be okay with it. Now it's bringing them and they're, they're having like so many issues with being around a bunch of people. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, I just think that'll be another thing that will come down the pipeline in another five to six years when we see all those kids that were in a prime developmental time not be around other people in social situations and indoctrinated with all this fear and everything else. Um, Rodrigo, I've slid into Maddie Rogers DMs a couple times, failed every single time. Good luck, sir. Well, the dick pics are different, Rodrigo. You gotta <laughs> you kick them in hot like that, buddy. You got careful. She might not even be 18. Careful. Uh, hello, she's, she's 18. Devon, what's up, dude? Hi, hey, quick question for you. Please. Get Matt's implement still. So Yesterday kind of goes along with like what you're saying about kids now and the way they're like super sheltered from COVID too, just amplifying how soft they already were. Um, if you're going into like, I was walking into a grocery store the other day with my wife and daughter and I saw two carts like blocking the handicap spots where people clearly just didn't push them back. Mm-hmm. And my response to my daughter was, I guarantee you that person doesn't have a sub 10 minute fran time. Mm-hmm. And my wife laughed. She was like, you can't say that because people scale. Oh, all the that's time. what my you know, mom would. That's what uh, my wife would say to me too. Damn you! And I said, that's my wife would say that to me. And, too. I, and I was like, yeah, but I feel like ten's like kind of ridiculous. Um, and I think people need more tough love of calling people out for being fat and lazy. And I just feel like it's progressively getting worse. And then I started thinking, like, what ten years? Like, what's the chances, like, percentage wise, that like less than five percent of the world has like a suboptimal like 10 minute fran i don't think five percent of the world has a a 10 minute fran right now i do think though within a month you could give five percent of the world a a 10 minute fran i i think it's bad dude only five percent of the world knows what fran is and, and maybe i just shouldn't even talk about the world maybe i should just talk about the united states um i I don't think most of the United States do. I wouldn't, I would guess that 51%, and I think I'm being really generous here, can't even squat below parallel. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. And, and I posted, I had posted something like that on my story like, hey, I assume you have a uh, more than a 10 minute friend and you're a horrible person if you do something like this. And my wife was like, oh, that's mean. That's shaming, blah, blah. I'm like, you know what? The fucking world needs more of that. Oh, man. God. Your it's wife like- and my wife need to get together. I get slapped around so much. <laughs> I get, I get, so, I, it's I, like i'm like hey you're being mean to me yeah like what stop being mean I feel to you. me Wait, she i feel would be a horrible person if it wasn't for her yeah and it's just like you know i heard matt say before like when members are bitching about things getting tough you say go drag a fucking sled for a mile like that's kind of just been like my the way that i deal with stuff man and it's like i've been trying to translate that into my like my kids like we're walking off the beach and my daughter wants to put down her beach chair. And I'm like, no, pick that motherfucker up. And you're walking it back yeah. to 50 yards. Yeah. And wife's like, it's not a big deal. I'm like, no, it is a big deal. Cause the problem is we have a bunch of soft kids and because parents are saying it's okay. You know what I've been doing here? The, the grocery store is about a mile away 
And every day I walk there and I buy a case of Topo Chico's. <laughs> and then I walk back. I don't even want them. Even though, I mean, I like them. I just don't need 12, 12 new ones every day. And I walk <laughs> back carrying them in the frontal plane. Like I don't let it hang. And I, and I walk on the sand instead of the sidewalk. And I fucking walk backwards 80% of the way. Oh, yeah. And it's because we're CrossFitters. I hate I, – yeah. why am I walking backwards? Because like, cause I never do. Why am I walking in the sand? Because it's hard as fuck. Why am I carrying it in the frontal plane? Because it's doable. And 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 yeah. and uh, yeah, and I get back and I'm sweaty as shit and I drink a Tobo Chico. Yeah, we should every <laughs> day feel- we should be doing something completely uncomfortable. And hey, not even yeah. for your physical, but yeah. for your brain. A hundred percent. So I'm walking backwards. No and I'm like, man, people must think I'm be- I'm weird because I'm walking backwards. Great, new thought. Good job. What other new thoughts yeah, yeah. am I going to have now? You know, people said the same thing to me about doing Murph every day for a year. They're like, oh, you're a fucking an idiot, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, oh, maybe this is you Jim? should. This is Jim? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. I wouldn't have told you that story if I knew it was you. Now I feel like a bitch. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but it's all relative, dude. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, find out what's harder for you. Like, the hardest thing for you that day and just fucking do it. Yep. Because afterwards, when you're drinking that drink you're talking about, like, you can't tell me you don't feel 100% better about yourself. And it translates into every single part of life after that. Do hard shit. Mm-hmm. I, I, Jim, mm-hmm. there's a video I want to share with you. Um, uh, let me see if I can find. I sent it to my wife yesterday. I think everyone um, should watch this video. Uh, and I thought of you. I, I don't know why I didn't send it to you. Um, Caleb, I'm going to send this to our thread. Maybe I sent it to our thread yesterday. This guy... Uh, um, his name is Joe Dispenza and he's basically taking, he's a, uh, 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 he's taking a lot of like old school, like Buddhist, biblical, Christian, um, uh, self-help, all, all these, these kind of categories of thoughts. And he's putting a new set of words to it, um, from a neuroscience background. Mm. But it's it's fascinating, and someone like you who lives in the pain cave should hear this guy's shit. It's fucking fascinating. But basically, it's the same thing that um, I think Gandhi said it. If you keep um, be the change you want to see in the world, and then and then uh, maybe the Buddha said it. If you keep thinking the same shit, your life will keep going the same way. Yeah, I just sent it to you, Jim. Yeah, and so this is a it's 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 a short piece. Um, I just highly recommend everyone listen to this. We, we basically have to – we're underutilizing our imagination. And, go, and, and uh, you don't even necessarily need – you don't need to need to always go to physically uncomfortable places. You need to picture a different world for yourself. Yeah. You need to, I think the- we need to indulge in our imagination and in our, in our, um, in our thoughts. We need to change. We yeah. need to. For- I'll give you the example. I, I used this before. My kid kept wipe about a few months ago. My son Ari, his face was just dirty all the time. He had started like rubbing his nose all the time, and there was always dirt on his face. And I would always walk up to him and be like, "Dude, you got dirt on your face." And then I would aggressively take a wipe and wipe it, wipe his face clean. And after a month, I realized, "Holy shit, I'm turning myself into an asshole." <laughs> so I said, "Okay, every time I see dirt on his face, I'm going to walk up to him and kiss him and say, I love you.' I'm going to flip the script. Who cares?" Yeah. It's my life. I'm going to experiment with it. Jim did fucking Murph every day. I'm going to, every time I see dirt on his face, say, dude, it's such a better outcome. Yeah, I agree. For him I and agree. for me, I, I'm, I'm no longer an asshole and I love him. And, and, and he's happy because his dad came over and told him he loves him. 
It's my, yeah, that's we, all. we can just change our story. You must have had some great thoughts while you were doing. Do you have some, some great dark thoughts ones? When you work some out? dark ones. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely. I mean, it's, I would say you know I'd like to sit here and be like, it was self motivating, and I was like, come on, Jim, you got this. Nah, dude. Like a lot of time, I was like, think about that fucking coach that said you were never shit. Think about oh, yeah. that girl that didn't want to date you in middle school. Like, fuck them. Every time you want to quit, like I, I run off of that shit, man. I don't work off positive vibes when I'm in a dark spot. That's awesome. Um, Jim, do you know this book? I, I'm just, I'm going to probably finish it today. It's called Warrior's Creed by Roger Sparks. I do not. It, it'll be, I, I think it'll be an interesting, uh, interesting guest for you. Yeah. Anyway. I'll check it out. Okay. Yeah. Roger hey. Sparks, Warrior's Creed. It's he, a cool book. That, he he reads it. Go ahead, Caleb. That was a guy who's like, he was a PJ and a Ranger or something like that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that, uh, I read that book. It's uh, incredible. It's dark. It's dark. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I like that kind of stuff though, man. That's what that's what motivates me. I don't know about everybody else, but I just feel like that like negative self talk or not even negative self talk, but like the fuck the world mentality kind of just when you're in the dark pain cave, like which I feel like maybe like maybe two percent of the world that does cross it even understands what the pain cave is. Right. Um, you know, something like that. And that, that kind of brings me into my other point. I was going to ask him, Matt, as like an affiliate owner, I'm running into problems where it's like you'll see a lack of intensity and, and there's a fine line of playing between like I want these people to come back because I want them here and I do care about them. But also like, God damn, man, you're overscaling and you're barely fucking moving. Like get uncomfortable a little bit. Like what, where's the balance there? Yeah. Bam. Yep. 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 Hey, you could. That, that's the thing, dude. It's 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 hard, especially if you have kids. But there's got to be a way to be true to yourself and learn how to run a gym from scratch, from yeah. trial and error, and learning from other people. But also to have maybe to have a class that's like maybe I mean, if you can afford to have the attempt, it's a it's a Sunday um, five a.m. class, and it's like we don't fuck the dark class, the we don't fuck around class, the I yell at you <laughs> class. You know, we're doing, we're doing that right now. You are. So 5.30, three days a week is my class, and it's hellacious. And the people that come are fast, and I love it, and I feed off of it. And it, like, the second I'm done working out and I'm seeing this dude who's 40 pounds overweight, like, just trying to run through a fucking wall and everything that he has, like, I want to run through a fucking wall when I get home. Like, I just, I feed off that shit, and I love it, but I just think 90% of the population doesn't appreciate it. Yeah, like like um, like that guy, uh, um, uh, Danny... Danny Beeler, like you yeah. do a class, he put the 150 pounds and went the mile and anyone who took the class, you basically, who didn't, doesn't do the 150 and match him, you yell at him and call him a bitch. Dude, Danny, yeah. That might've been paraphrased a little bit, but yeah. Like watching Danny, watching Danny do 22.2 or 20.2, I was sitting there feeling sorry for myself. And I look at Danny, he's like 300 fucking pounds jumping over a barbell, doing the same thing. Like, like probably sucking wind through a straw, just giving it, it all. Like that fired me up. I invited him down here and it's like, I tried to break him, dude. We did like eight workouts. He wouldn't quit. Yeah. He said, he <laughs> said, yeah. And while he's doing that, instead of being, this is the five thirty AM dark class. While you see him suffering, you just look over and be like, yeah, maybe you'll think twice about getting ice cream after this dipshit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. dude, that, and that's kind of how it went, bro. I was like, all right, I don't know this cat that well. Like, 
I like his shit on Instagram. Like, let's try to fucking break him. Yeah. And he didn't, he didn't break. A little paraphrase, awesome. but close, Savon. Yes. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Love Thanks for calling, brother. Yeah. Talk to you guys later. Thanks, Jim. I wasn't even Thanks, thinking Jim. that the class, I wouldn't even, wasn't even thinking that necessarily the class would be brutal. I was thinking that like, it's just, it's just, you're just abused in that class. Like you, it's just not the nice class. Like that restaurant Dick's. Like where you yeah, go yeah. there and they just yeah, talk I've a bunch never of been shit. There, yeah. <laughs> I've never yes. been there either, but I, I know of it. But yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> here's the, here's the thing about that place. So I went into a restaurant here uh, in Newport beach the other day and I, um, and, and the waitress is like, Oh, this should be good. Tom. Hey, what's up, brother? It's Tom Guerin. How's it going? Hi. Good morning. Give me, give me one second. Hey. So, yeah. So, so, so you, so you go, so you, I go into a restaurant and the waitress can't even be bothered, right? Mm. She's not nice. She's not mean. She can't even be bothered. And I'd say that's how fifty percent of my experiences are when I'm with people, like with help, you know, like in hotels or restaurants or whatever. And it's like, and then you're trying to win them over. You're like, hi. Oh, cool shirt. Oh, thanks for coming over. And, and <laughs> they're gonna double down on me. <laughs> It's almost like I'm trying to get the fucking tip from them, but at least it, but, but that's, what's cool about this asshole class or dicks They're You don't, at some point you don't even care your interaction with someone. You're just glad someone's putting in effort. What true. What the fuck do you want to eat? And why would you come in here to get it? Dipshit. I mean, then at least you're like, okay, well I'm getting some attention. I mean, there's an interaction happening. Yeah. Not just being yeah. ignored. <laughs> might be the start of an abusive relationship but that's okay sir please right. stop staring at my titties i know they're wonderful but stop staring at them yeah sorry i mean fuck <laughs> okay go it. ahead tom <laughs> tom sorry hey man i want to rant about something completely off the wall just because uh I, it's going on in my life and i'm pissed about it Okay. So I've got an eight-year-old son, right? He's awesome. Like he's outside all the time, doesn't like to watch TV. Yeah, man, he's the best. Uh, and these idiots want to put him on Ritalin. And I've got doctors, I've got all these people, teachers, all these people telling me that I need to give my kid drugs so that he can sit still in their class for eight hours a day. And I'm like, shit, I can't even sit still for eight hours a day. Like, you know, I know I don't blame them. So. You've got these people, people in my family, very smart people, doctors, what have you, who they've been, you know, 40 years ago, Dude, they Tom, graduated the, from college. At, Ritalin, the first five letters of, of Ritalin are methyl. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. 100%. Uh, sorry, I'm scared. Well, Sevan, you don't know you're not a doctor. I know. I'm Irrational fear. Sorry, guys. <laughs> this is America, like, damn it. Dude, it up. You know what? It's crazy is, it's not even just that they want to give them the drug. It's that you feel qualified as a general practitioner, the, the same guy who like resets bones and sends people, you know what I mean? Gives them diabetes medication. Who the fuck are you to know about brain chemistry? Like, I feel like these people have no fucking idea. What, what the fuck? Like, well, they have no idea. They don't know. Uh, did you see that article? A few, did you see that article a few weeks ago where it was like, um, Oh yeah, uh, chemical imbalances aren't even real. Like oh, that yeah, term yeah, yeah. was I just got, a made-up term. I got a slide on that. I doubt we'll make it there today, but I totally got a slide on that. Of course, yeah, hey, man. I used to work in a home for disabled adults, and I would take the adults to this 
to this doctor once a month. And I, and I worked there for five years. And after about a year, his name was Dr. Sherman. I was like, Dr. Sherman, how come like you can't just be like, hey, that dude has autism. Give him that. That dude. He's like, dude, no, no one knows what these drugs do. I go, what? He goes, no, it's just all one fucking giant experiment we're partaking in. And I, it was a fucking crazy rude awakening to me. I, I, I was embarrassed that he had to explain that to me. But I don't think most doctors even know that. I think that like they think like they know what they're doing. People think that SSRIs actually 100%. like depression and anxiety. Say like, that again, Caleb. People think that SSRIs, the serotonin, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors for anxiety, depression, that they actually work. It's really just it's essentially a placebo. Some people like, oh, it works for like great. I don't have anxiety or depression. It's like nobody re- you can't measure serotonin levels in the brain. There's no lab to take that says, hey this is how much serotonin you have and this is how much you're supposed to have. So giving them an SSRI is just in theory going to solve their anxiety and depression. There's, there's no like concrete evidence that say that that actually works. Listen, listen to this guy's comment here. Christopher Gorney methyl groups are very common in organic chemistry. You dummies. Oh, give the kids the drugs. Oh, <laughs> fucking knucklehead. That's a Like, do you see the, like that, like, First of all, if you really want to share something, educate us. But just because you were brainwashed by brainwashed by a simple sentence like this, uh, don't um, don't assume that we all are going to be. Methyl groups are very common in organic chemistry. Oh, yeah. So what plants should I feed them then? Yeah. If they're very common, and that's what, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, how much spinach do I have to eat to get the methyl that I need, or whatever, <laughs> man. Hey, do you see your boy, uh, Primetime99, is getting mixed up with Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports? Is he fighting with them or, or like, good good? Things? Oh, yeah, fighting with him. So Barstool reposted awesome. one of his videos where he was making fun of, uh, making fun of, like, Las Vegas gambling and how they lure you there with cheap flights and stuff to take your money. Yeah. And Barstool is getting purchased by uh, a sports gambling company, right? So Barstool reposted it, and then Dave Portnoy goes to his social media guy and goes, hey, idiot, take this down. We can't be making fun of gambling. Like, you know, we're a gambling company. And uh, they take it down, and then Alex just goes nuts on him in the in, in his Instagram feed. So, so Portnoy got on his podcast this morning, was going off on what an idiot uh, Primetime 99 is, and he's not even funny and this and that. And uh, so then Alex starts going at him about abortion. It's awesome. Oh, it's I awesome. can't and wait. So if you go to the comments, if you go to the comments on, on Portnoy's podcast, it's all people saying, uh, uh, primetime 99, always on the grind. We love Alex Stein. It's all this shit. It's awesome, man. His, his, his following is just, they're, they're savages. Those you people. see the one where he goes in front of the city council this week and he's rapping about Fauci. You got to see it, man. I did see it. I, I normally, oh, make, I, I, when it's three minutes long, though, I only make it through about a minute. <laughs> That's all you need. That's you because I wasn't given Ritalin. Yeah, you got you to gotta eat more uh, methyl. Find your organic source of methyl. Yes. All right, guys. Peace out. Love hey, you guys. Hey, can I, I got a couple hey. questions for yeah. you, there, Tom. How did he end up yeah. at the doctors anyway? Why did you take him there? It's not, I have family members who are doctors. And so they're the ones who are like, the teacher's like, hey, the kid doesn't want to sit still. Hey. You know, you need to get them to, you know, whatever. Stop looking at the cute girls and pull on their pigtails and start, you know what I mean? Sit in and see whatever. And so the family members are the ones making the comments, close family members, okay, who, who are doctors. And uh, so that's kind of where it's coming from. And those are his primary care doctors. 
So I've got very close people in our family pushing for this. And I'm like, dude, how do you even feel qualified? That just makes me like sick. Like, damn, like I thought you were, you know what I mean? It's like hard to even talk to these people about my kids because I'm like, what makes you even think that you're qualified to, to even say that to me? There, there's a, um, so, so what, what's the plan going to be? Just ignore? No, I mean, I'm going to keep loving on him and taking care of him. And, uh, no, but I mean, know, ignore, ignore the teachers and ignore the doctors. For right now, that's my plan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shit, try to let him develop normally, play hard, try to wear him out every day and just emphasize to him that it's important that he listens while he's there. Hey, you I'm going to tell you something, it? Tom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. If it comes down to it, of course, I would love to homeschool for us. It's just not in the cards right now, right. but there are more and more options. There are a lot more options. There, there's some online companies that are that are very innovative in that space where they're certified public schools, but you can do it online. And if it comes down to it, I, I would rather do that than give him, you know, methylphenidate or whatever drugs to make him sit still for eight oh, hours. But it's organic, and there's a whole methyl family. It'll yeah, be fine. It'll yeah. Be fine. There's a whole <laughs> methyl family. It's organic. Oh, exercise hey, is um, organic. Uh. I just, I just want you to know, and maybe it's after talking to Gary Roberts, I, I want to be clear about this. I have three boys, and every day they fucking drive me fucking batshit crazy. Like, there, there are times in the day where I can't pull them off of each other. I, I'm just like, I, like I just, I just want to sit down and take a shit. I just need two minutes to my fucking self, and there's it, all I hear is just punching noises, right, and flying kicks and pillows flying. And and I go out there and I try to put them in different rooms and take a few deep breaths. And man, it's just fucking kids, dude. It's three boys. And the second I go outside with them, it's over. None of that shit happens yeah. outside. None of that shit happens outside. But we get on a ferry to fucking go to Catalina, and it's fucking. All of a sudden, my whole life has turned into a karate movie. And it's just yeah. boys, dude. It's just fucking. And everyone thinks my boys are like fucking perfect when they're around them. Andrew Hiller and Hunter are like, holy fuck, these are the greatest kids ever. It's not like that. It, like I, I, I struggle every single fucking day with um, having a few moments of sanity because they are so fucking wild. And the more tired they get, this shit, there's like a, a witching hour like between seven and eight at night where it's just fucking, they're bouncing off the walls right before they collapse. Yeah. T Scott major says your bat, your boys sound really normal. It's just so normal. So it's just, it's just so normal. Your son's going to thank you so much for not getting them drugged up. I've never heard. I've never that. heard. Here's another thing. And maybe I'm not saying they're not out there, but I've never heard one kid, um, uh, adult be like, Oh my God, I'm so glad my parents put me on Ritalin for 12 years. No, I, I don't, I don't, no one says that. Well, check it out. I was on it. That's I, I oh. was the first age group in the, in the early nineties when they started testing all this stuff, man, I've been on every one of those drugs. It fucks, it fucks you up. It's like, yeah, I'll just come home from school at three thirty and lay in my bed and look at the ceiling for six hours like a zombie. Like I, I didn't want to go outside. Like it is, it's it's horrible. So that's why, you know, thank God that I had that experience because now I know better. I'm never going to do that to him. But it's it's. I'm telling you, it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a battle. These this public school system is like. What's your wife say about it? I'm trying to hint at that without saying that out loud, Sevan. Oh, okay. Uh, you, 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 okay. 
You got, I got it. Hey, you may have, to, you may have to drop to one knee and cry, dude, and be like, please don't do, please don't do this to my son. Please, please, please. You got to have to find a book, dude. You're gonna have to find like some, a book she can read that shows that that was the thing with vaccines for me. There's a book called dissolving illusions. I thought my wife was batshit crazy. I was like, Oh fuck. I married one of these. And then I, and then, and then I, she started giving me the information in small doses and I was like, Oh fuck. Well, the thing with By my the way, did is- you know that the leading cause of, I'll give you an example. Last year, there were, there were 3,000 polio cases. And listen, these numbers aren't exact, people. So if you're fucking Gustavo in the YouTube comments, go fuck yourself. Last year, there were 3,000 kids who had polio in, in, on planet Earth. It, 261 of them got it uh, uh, just, it's called, I think, it's, I think they actually call it the wild, the wild polio. The other fucking 2,400 kids who got it got it from the fucking oral vaccine. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Look at Caleb's looking it up right and now. And that's not something you can, like, get over, right? That's, like, a lifelong thing you Well, what's fascinating about it is that it, and if you look at the people who got it from the oral vaccine end up having serious problems from it, and the vast majority who got it from the wild don't. They're able to fight it off. But once mm-hmm. you start doing a little research about polio, you realize that polio didn't polio started going away before the vaccine came out. And it was it was a uh, it was a sanitary issue. It was a sanitary issue. Say all, all those fucking things. Same thing with the measles. If you get no one who gets the measles ever gets the measles again. Well, Sam, that's mm. I'll, I'll tell you this. This is probably not my place to say it. But Greg actually got the polio vaccine before he was diagnosed with polio. Greg got the polio vaccine, and then a year later, he was diagnosed with polio. Isn't, isn't that fascinating? And I've talked to him about that. Like, oh, shit. And he's like, yeah. And Greg was – I shouldn't, I shouldn't go into detail about it. But, but him and I see a little bit differently on this, but, but we're getting closer and closer. I, I think I, Maybe we even see everything exactly the same now. But he but, – hey, But in all fairness, Greg Glassman gave me the skills to see clearly. Uh, say that again. Was, you, was he over at your house this week? No, 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 no. You know who that was? That 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 was just someone being an asshole making fun of. That's a uh, um th- I met that guy through Greg. That's Greg's childhood friend. Um uh Jim Jordan, he's a professional photographer and he was here hanging. He he lives in um LA somewhere. So when I told him whenever I'm here he comes and visits. And Hunter was here and Hiller was here. We were just partying. And by partying, I mean partying Dude, like CrossFitters, like going to the beach and throwing a frisbee. It's going to a pool and racing, doing handstands and flips and Partying like CrossFitters party. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that, man. Throwing your kids out in the ocean for eight hours straight. Totally. All right, man. Peace and love. Okay, bye. Thank you. Peace Thanks and love. Uh, children under four recommended to have roughly 50, 60 vaccinations. It's just, it is beyond crazy. Oh, my gosh. I know that, that's not true but <laughs> yeah 50 to 60 uh, that's but, that's not true that's but, a shitload but, 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 but you know, i understand the sentiment there i understand like he's saying that there's a lot but saying 50 to 60 is just an inordinate amount but but caleb i bet you that the i bet you it's 50 to 60 shots look at the, look look at no, the cdc uh, vaccines no like I, I i have the list like i've given like infant shots from like zero to four and it's not 50 to 60 i'll tell you that much right now okay but but can you i'm gonna pull it up right here cdc children i guess if you're going off of like just the record like what the cdc recommends then sure maybe it's 50 to 60 but like the amount that i've given i guess if you do 
all the dose. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's, it's, that's an absurd. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to just, I'm I'm on the CDC website and I'm just going to tell you how many it is from birth to 15 months. This isn't number. It's, um, it's a one, two, three. Okay. So sorry. I'm going to read them to you. It's hepatitis, rotavirus, diphtheria, tetanus, a cellular pertussis, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, something influenza type B, pneumococcal conjugate, yep. uh, inactivated polio virus, influenza, yep. okay? Uh, uh, me, uh, uh, influenza LAV4, measles, mumps, and rubella, variacella, hepatitis A, tetanus, diphtheria, accelerator, pertussis, human papillomavirus, meningococcal, Meningeal gockel A, meningeal gockel B, pneumococcal polysaccharide, and dengue. Can we just do a show of you reading off like names yes. of vaccines? Can we just do like a whole show of you just trying to trying to so pick right those read those out. So that's uh, and they give that to you in two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, It's like 32, 25. I think it was. Okay, yeah, I counted 25. Maybe it is 32. It's kind of hard to count. That's 25 shots by the time you're fucking 15 Here's months thing, old, if dude. You're, if you're going by how many times that – okay, so – okay, yeah, sure. Go. Be, oh, a lot no, of those beat, are combined. Beat me up. I'm, I'm open to being wrong. Beat me. Say it again. A lot of those are, a lot of those are combined. I'm not saying like you're. Yes, like, yes, I agree. I agree. A lot of those vaccines are already like there's like four or five of them together. But like I understand, yeah. you're getting vaccinated for those things. You're right. just not receiving fifty shots. I yeah, just, it's like trying to. Be it's still, there. it's still a lot. That's tw- that's twenty five shots. If you follow this schedule from birth to fifteen months, those are those the, because they actually yeah. show them combined in here. And, and that's and that's obvious. That's like recommended. Right. What you should receive, but you can like, at least for us, we, you can kind of a la carte them in and, a way. And then, in, and then, in your defense, it's a it's about another twenty five from eighteen months to eighteen years. So it's actually about. It looks like it's about fifty shots by the time you're eighteen years old. But the first twenty five sure. come fast, man. Yeah. Well, and, and the argument essentially is like this is just medicine in general. It's like, oh, the the immune system of the child is not fully developed, so you need to give them inoculation against it early so that they don't have they develop it between zero and four years old or whatever. But still, it's like, I mean, you could you have there's issues that can arise between zero and four years old by the time your your actual immune system is up to speed, essentially. So right. Uh, um, listen to this uh, listen to this and this is shit you hear all the time I specifically wanted to wait one shot I specifically wanted to wait one shot told the doc told the nurse fuckers gave it to my son anyway in a cocktail and that's that is what Caleb's talking about so um, when there's like three things in fucking one shot and you're like hey I just don't want that one they're like they don't make just that one like tetanus I don't know if right. they make tetanus just by itself well they, they do well, they some do. places tetanus, don't carry it yeah, like you're like if you're gonna say, oh, I'm not, I don't want the varicella vaccine. It's like no, you have like it's it's measles, mumps, rubella, and varicella. You're getting all four of those in one shot. So I can understand like that is frustrating. Oh, they gave it to my kid or whatever, but like then you're you're saying, okay, I don't. You have to. It's tough because 
normal, like if you're not, if you don't work in medicine, you don't understand like how things are presented, like how, like the supplies that are being bought essentially. And you right. don't know, like, Oh, I just don't want the measles vaccine. You're like, well, we just can't just not give them the measles vaccine. You have to, it's like an all or none essentially. Right. But so I, I, but I, I totally understand it is frustrating. It's, I don't know anything about that B vaccine. I couldn't tell you what that is or what it, I don't get it. So I have no idea. Sorry, dude. <laughs> I, I will, I will tell you this. Uh, my, my kids were born just on the living room floor, all three of them. Uh, I, ironically, all they were all born um, illegally uh, because in the state of California, there were circumstances that made it so that my firstborn and my twins should not have been allowed to be born at home, which is fucking crazy. They were not dangerous circumstances at all. They were all born at home. They basically never went. They basically never went to the hospital. They never got any shots. They breastfed. Um, they hardly ever wear shoes. They are filthy mongrels. And it, compared to it, just anecdotal, compared to all the kids I know around, um, uh, the, my kids never have ear infections, sicknesses, colds, like they just none of that shit. They just power right through it. And just even yesterday, there was a lady they hung out with all day. She was a first grade teacher for fucking, I don't know, 20, 30 years. And she's like, holy shit. And my wife and I are like, what? She's like, those are three fucking amazing fucking kids. And, and they don't go to school. They don't do, they're just like, please, thank you. And they're just engaged with the fucking world from, as the liver king would say, from their bare feet. And, the and, um, yep. and, and, and a lot of, and, and, you know, Susan has been around him and obviously he has to say nice shit as, as my friend, but uh, there's, there's, but really I wouldn't do it all special. the time if I didn't mean it. I would do it one time for political reasons and you never hear me talk about it again. It's, um, it's, it's, um, Really, I just stay connected to them, and I just enforce the rules. And uh, and and they, you know, and I'm and I'm not saying that no kid ever got. I'm not saying that there's not a value to medicine. There's a tremendous value to medicine. I'm not saying that um that, but um, yeah, that's it. Two no, it has its place. I, I agree. I, medicine has its place, and I think we've we went from like being witch doctors to like oh now like we know things about diseases and stuff and now it seems like it's almost edging back towards like yeah but we're still fucking idiots that's a problem that nobody understands is all the people 50 years ago in all their knowledge they were the smartest of their time and everybody before them were dumb and now we're here and we're the smartest of our time and everything else is dumb and which is going to piggyback off two comments i want to address this first one here by daniel who said how many kids would get it without the vaccine tis the problem daniel there is no wait 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 how many kids would get what just in general, I think they were talking about the polio discussion, but just in general, right? And here's the problem, Daniel, without having true science being performed with control groups and actual studies that don't have bias because their dollars aren't entangled in them, we will never know. Caleb made this point earlier about serotonin. We do do know about measles. We do know. So, so sorry, real quick. If you just go up and look on any site, you can go to the CDC website and look at vaccine, look at uh, measles outbreaks, the 10 years prior to the vaccine, you will be like, wait, what? They gave all the kids in the United States a measles shot because of this. You will be fucking blown away when you see the numbers, only 500 fucking kids a year for the fucking every year for the 10 years prior to the vaccine came out, got the fucking measles. That's if you believe those numbers. 
500 is like nothing. That's like, that's, that's a rounding error. Exactly. And now if you look, whenever there's measles outbreaks, half the kids fucking have the vaccine and no kid who gets the measles gets the measles again. But if you get the vaccine, same with chicken pox, same with all of these, same with fucking COVID, same with all of them, you will get it again. I, I, I'm not, I'm not making an argument either way. I'm just saying these are the facts. This isn't tinfoil shit. Go to the CDC and look, go to any hospital. And yeah. Look. The okay, point, sorry, go ahead. And the point I was trying to make was the replica crisis. And we've talked about this. Oh, yeah, the replication again. crisis. Right? Yes. And so based off what Caleb was saying about serotonin levels earlier, is he was saying, hey, we're testing and saying we need to increase serotonin levels, but we don't know what we're increasing them from and what we're increasing them to. And we don't actually have a baseline because we haven't done a controlled group. Because in order to do that, you would have to first classify what healthy and normal is, right? And then you would have to say, all these people did this, and this is where their serotonin levels were at, and so on and so forth. So the argument that you're making there should just be made in, in the sense of that there is no more ground science. And then Christopher put up another one that said bro science with like a cry face and a gun to the head. And I have a real problem with that because basically what you're saying is nobody could talk about this because we're not educated enough and leave it up to the people that are educated. Listen, at no point in time have we ever said like we're giving strong medical advice and you should follow us. But what we are doing is we're discussing a bunch of stuff that is happening around us. And without the ability to discuss and process this stuff, there is no advancement of it. All you're doing is just be bowing down to whatever authority is telling you. And that's a slippery slope because as we know, intent of authority changes over time. And there's also conflict of interest there. So yes, Christopher, if somebody's going to listen to us and then go, you know what, I'm going to listen to them for medical advice. That's on that one person. But if you're going to join the discussion and process the information that we're being presented, maybe, maybe you'll learn something. So stop trying to silence he, people. He, with that, the, 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 that kind of shit, that kind of talk is like suggesting that the guy who pumps your gas at the gas station understands how oil comes out of the ground. It, when you give doctors, get, get, it's, it's, you're complete. It's, it's, what it is that's just just crazy absurd defensiveness do you remember a couple months ago when monkeypox came out and it said that 98 percent of the people who had it in, in the 16 countries that they found it in were um a gay man yeah now two months later yesterday cnbc is like uh monkeypox is uh um is, for some reason is only in the gay community like so the doctors have now finally told us two months later you fucking knucklehead we knew two months ago I can read those numbers. I don't need to wait for a doctor. I knew I knew when COVID came out and China released the data way back in late 2019, early 2020, when they said 65% of the people who died in China were men who've been smoking 30 years or more. I knew that it wasn't a disease for me. I knew that when the second most amount of people who died in that in that group were the women who lived with those men who were also over 65. I knew that that wasn't for me. And when people said, oh, it only kills old people, I knew that was a lie, too, because they're conflating the statistic of smoking for 30 years with age. And age is just a just a correlate. And of course, you have to do something to do something for 30 years. You have to be old. So when you can just kind of think for a second. But when you can't think, you say stuff like, oh, bro science. That's right. when you can't think. That's, when, you think. that's, that's when you're fucking clever. You're clever. And you're being defensive. Yeah. At least they corrected themselves on monkeypox in two months instead of waiting two years to say, oh, hey, maybe exercise will get rid of COVID. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They never issued an I, apology to us. <laughs> hey, Sean, I don't, I don't know if monkeypox is an STD. I'm not even sure what that means. But I will say this. I am so fucking curious. If all the people who had monkeypox also were vaccinated, 
if there's something because there's all there's all these in, huge huge names coming out of Stanford now huge names saying that basically the mRNA vaccine has damaged our immune system and it's causing all these other things to bubble to the surface. So uh, do you know anything about that? Is monkeypox an STD? Have you heard that, Caleb? I haven't heard that. I don't think it can technically be classified as an STD, but I honestly haven't looked too much into it. At one point they were saying, oh, it's a state of emergency. We need to like do something about it. But I don't, I think everybody's just like, Fuck you! I'm not doing that. So, uh, I, it is weird how the kids got it. it. Makes me nervous. I think how the dogs got it is dogs lick asshole. At least I've all the dogs I've had, I've always seen lick asshole. Uh, Clive is an absolute butte. Tells it how it is. Goes on facts and is willing to take the time to dig for the info. I agree. He's a great contributor to this uh, to this podcast. It, it always has been. He may even have my. He, he's. One of the DMs I always try to spend a little time with. Um, Sevon, as of August 9th, 92% of monkeypox cases vaccinated according to CDC. Yeah. Something's happening. Something's happened to immune systems worldwide. I'm not sure what. We just got to keep following it. Our food, our synthetic drugs, our inability to exercise, our screen time. I think these are all things that are contributing to our immune systems, our synthetic foods mostly. Did you want to bounce back? Oh, shit. What? I just got an invite to a party. Fancy. <laughs> just I, 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 I want to brag so bad. Are you going but, to? I'm, if I go to this party, you're going with me too. Me? Yeah. Yes. Oh, shoot. The party's in three days. I won't be there. Ow. My invite has been revoked. Oh. <laughs> Somebody asked too if we we're going to talk about the student loan debt. Did you want to touch base on that? I know we got. Oh, okay. Here. Th- there is a. Um, I feel Caleb. Do you want to say anything? Did we get you riled up? Yeah, oh, Caleb's no, hot on this subject. I like it. He comes. <laughs> like he's got sure. it. I've got. Yeah. I've got no dog in the fight on this one. I just. No, but you lay it out there and you and you do have access to the not access, but you know more of the information due to the field that you're working in. And I think your opinion is really cool and important on these um, topics on any talk of topic, Caleb, but especially this one. Just just more medicine. I, I know more about medicine than anything else, but no, uh, three. Very interesting. Go ahead. Uh, three, 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 twenty-six. Elizabeth Warren student loans. So I'm just going to lay this out for you because some of you might not be able to hear it well. But it's a gentleman who walks up to Elizabeth Warren and says, "Hey, I paid for my. I I worked really hard and saved money and paid for my daughter's loans. Now that you're going to waive student debt, will you waive? Uh, will you pay me back?" And, and so this mm-hmm. is. Here we go. Thank it's from two years ago. My daughter's getting out of school. I saved all my money. She doesn't have any Am I going to get my money back? So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us that did the right thing get screwed. No, it's not even like that. Of course we did. My buddy had fun, bought a car, went on vacations. I saved my money. He made more than I did. But I worked a double shift, worked extra. My daughter's work is 10. So you're laughing. Yeah, that's exactly what you're doing. We did the right thing, and we get screwed. So basically, this is a father. This is a father walking up to Elizabeth Warren saying, "Hey, I work two jobs. I put my daughter through college. My buddy, who makes more money than me, um, he his they got a student loan and they used the money to buy a car and buy other shit. And now you're going to waive their student loan. I don't know what the solu- I don't know what the solution is. 
solution is pay back your fucking loans. You took that shit out. You took the responsibility. You signed on the dotted line. So did the parents. And the problem is that you got in bed with the government because they weren't going to allow you to to go bankrupt on them because they were going to guarantee the loan even though you had zero fucking dollars. The, what about what about this, Susan? You, you know how there, there just keeps being this thing where they just want to tax people more and more and more money? Which and it's is already, also a, fal- a falsity, yeah. But it's yeah. Temp- 10% of the population pays 70% of the tax. Why... Why don't those same people who are putting the effort in just demand that the rich people are taxed more ask where the current tax dollars are going? No, no, I don't know all the time. Yeah, I don't know any rich people who like take their money into their backyard and burn it like the richest (laughs) guy I know um, spends his money and creates so many fucking jobs. Yeah, here's the thing. People think of it as stockpiling money. So let, let's say you make the average $50,000 income in the U.S. And let's say I'm a billionaire. The way that people view it because they don't have financial literacy is they think that I have a massive pile of money behind me and I'm hoarding all of it. And the more my pile grows, the less your, your pile is ability to have. So you, most people think I should give away some of my pile because somehow it'll go to your pile. And the problem is, is that the people that are in that billionaire state, it's not cash. They've grown an asset that brings a certain amount of value to it that they own that asset. Therefore, they have the value that is in their net worth. It's not the stockpile of dollars behind them. So that's the first thing that people get 100% confused and wrong about is that they think that you, me having more means you have less. And that's yeah. not the truth. Oh, is that what they think? That's the most, most people... That that's I talk to that they insane. say billionaires. That is I say insane. I know. I say you realize that they don't have. They don't look up their checking. They're not account taking your shit. Billion dollars in there, right? And in fact, those people are adding to the equation. They're growing the economic pie. So as their valuation of their company that they own grows, that in turn comes into jobs and everything else. Now there is issues with uh, parts of capitalism, just like there is with everything else. But the overall picture is is that when Jeff Bezos becomes a billionaire, think of the amount of jobs and the amount of value that he's created in the marketplace that he owns a piece of that. Therefore, that's why he has a buddy just buy a, a $2 million boat that's going to be built by hand. And it's going to take uh, it's going to take like 30 guys, um, uh, 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 like uh, 11 months to build it. Just employed them for 11 months. Yeah. Created more value in their business because now they took on that job. So they're and now those dudes have that. And now, now those dudes have that money. Yep. And now they're going to spend it um, elsewhere. So my thought is, is like if you're concerned about taxes, just tell your politicians to spend it. Like if you if you want, um, tell your politicians to to uh, fire half of their staff and then lower the cost of schooling. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's it's that confusion that people people think that the money comes out of thin air. I've heard people say all the time, well, it's government money. It's government money. Guys, pay attention real closely. The government has no money. Money. It, they have zero dollars. They have your money that they are taking and they're borrowing from our future and they're borrowing from our kids, 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 future. And there's no and there's no government either. It's fucking people. <laughs> That's another thing. It's it's fucking the 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 people who work in the government, all the 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 admins types, the politicians. They're basically the same as the people on welfare. 
It's a popularity contest. They run and we're like, okay, we're going to give you money. We trust you with our money, but they're so, just people. Well, with your taxpayer dollars, we can give away free condoms, by the way. So I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. As long as it keeps you guys safe from monkey pox, we're good. Uh, what, what, what did the hunting... Navy. That's the Navy. Hold on. Hey, hey, Roger. <laughs> what did, um, what did, uh, what did Hunter do yesterday? Did you guys see Hunter hit the deck at La La Pat Valley on the obstacle course. Maybe it's his, on his Instagram. Mm-mm. Uh, big universities are giant money laundering schemes. They're guaranteed their money up front from the government. Yeah, I was. It's funny you yep. say that, Sean. I was just imagining, like, if you walk onto any campus in California, you it, you're like, who pays for this? <laughs> this is insane. This is insane. Oh wow. Oh, oh. oh, look at what a stud. He just rolls out. Oh, that hurt him. That off. hurt him. Yeah. yeah. It shook him a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a shoulder. Look at that. Oh, oh look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, looks, a shoulder he got a little head limp. Hit. That's a shoulder yeah. head knock. Yeah, the limp. Let's, um, you know what? I'm going to fucking flex my muscle here. Let's see if we can get him on and ask him what the fuck happened. <laughs> to see if he'll jump on. Hey, also to this student loan debt thing, as the midterms get closer and closer, it's going to ramp up more and more and more. And the promises are going to become more and more. And it's going to seem closer, like your student loan debt is going to get canceled. And then the midterms will be over and then nothing will change. Just so, just so we're all on the same page. Oh, you mean they're not, they'll never, um, I don't think they'll do anything. I think they're going to try to like hang the carrot out front and say, you know, hey, like what was the news thing? President Biden is expected to announce that he will cancel $10,000 of student loan debts for people earning $125,000 or less. What the fuck? How about you apply them some some personal uh, finance courses? That'd be a better help. Oh, there's someone there's someone who's been on the line the whole time. Sorry, I just hung what? <laughs> I was wondering if you were scuba diving or something. I couldn't figure out what that noise was. Uh, Caller, hi. <laughs> okay. Oh, here's back to the caller. So, hey, caller, hi. Sorry. How long were you on hold? Oh, uh, about 22 minutes. No big deal. I was enjoying the conversation. Oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> Thank You're you for hanging warrior. in there. And then, and then you know what I did? I just hung up on you, but you called back. You're a fucking Yeah, I figured. Stud. No problem. You're a good dude. Definitely Jesus. earned your spot. I hope, I hope I get some bad karma today. I hope like a fucking whale bites me when I'm out in the ocean or something. Like that. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god. Sorry. That sperm whale. There's responsibility that comes with answering this phone. Caller, go ahead. The floor is yours. Say something Please. smart. <laughs> First of all, just wanted to say thanks. Loving the show. Uh, great game coverage. Uh, thanks to all you guys for everything that you do for the sport. Um, I was going to say something. I was going to jump in for a sec about the, the government money conversation and just say that the only money that the government does have the Federal Reserve gives to other banks to create stimulus, but they're basically giving that government money that people think they all have to pretty much the 1%. Um, that's my two cents on that. Uh, if you get Hunter on, Sevon, can you see my phone number? Uh, I, I can see your name. I can see your wife's name. Okay, all right. I can see your wife's name. I was, I was hoping you could give Hunter my cell number because uh, I wanted to talk to him about some research that I'm doing on high rocks racing. I do some high rocks racing myself. I got one coming up in November in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to get his feedback on some uh, race research that I've been doing. But uh, if he doesn't have or if, if you can't see my number, then I'll just see if I can use uh, my wife's Instagram to contact him. I but could, I figured I, he'd I'm, be the best person to go to. I'm sure I could see your number. Let me. His wife's Instagram. Hold 
<laughs> just go to the last the last person who called and hit the info. You probably grab the number there. Yeah. Then you can just share that contact with Hunter. Okay, I do see it. I, I do see it. Uh, so this is why he held in for it's, 22 it's, um, it, it's a. It ends in a 9-7? Yeah, correct. Okay. I, yeah. Uh, so what do I say? Hunter, can you please text this? Hunter, this guy wants to talk to you about High Rocks. Uh, exactly. That'd be great. Just him shoot me a text or something. And you're not going to do anything weird? <laughs> uh, no, not at all. Coming Everything's cool. You won't be high maintenance? Talk about math. <laughs> it won't be high maintenance. Uh, not at all. Okay. Cool. No, I think this could be. You'll add I think value it could be to his life. Uh, well, that, that's what I want to do. I want to see how I can add value to his life and to the sport of Pyra. Okay. He's, um, he's, I'm, I'm warning you. He's cantankerous. He's wild. Don't, contact, don't uh, contact Hunter through your wife's Instagram. That's a bad idea. I do, I do agree with what Kyle said. <laughs> that guy is a. Um, oh he, shit! He, you don't want your wife contacting him. No one wants their wife being contacted by him. He is a man child. He is something well, special. To be I fair, it's actually him. not her Instagram. It's uh, the Instagram that she set up for our dog a while back when we had our dog and managed to gather 6,000 followers on that thing. Wow. Oh, shit. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. Did the dog die? <laughs> That's my yeah, question. he passed away back in March. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, what kind of dog? He was uh, a pit and boxer mix. Wow, that's a fucking handful. Boxers are a handful. Yeah, he was, he was great, though. High energy. How'd he die? Hit by a car? Uh, kidney failure. Oh. He became anemic, and yeah, it was rough. Back, he got back. He's vaccinated for sure. <laughs> um, Sevon, can you send my phone number to all your hot and single friends since you are like connecting people? Of course, I am. Uh, yeah, Hunter's that it's a, it's a lot of man. It's different. He's different than a CrossFitter because he's so big. He's a lot of dude. Did you see him fall off the cargo net there? Like, that's just a slab of meat hitting the ground. That's a big dude. All right, so you don't want to talk. Okay, I'll send him your number. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate y'all. Right, bye. <laughs> if you wait 22 minutes, you too can get your number sent to Hunter McIntyre. <laughs> um, if you guys have not seen the new line of clothes at Life is RX, you should see them. If you like the CEO gear, it is. Uh, I, I'm kind of blown away at how fast it's selling. It's awesome. I don't think we're going to run out. I'm not suggesting that. Um, but there is cr- there are some really, 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 really cool colors there. And then if you would like to get the uh, CEO shirts that we were um, giving away free at the games. Um, I like that green one. You can head over to Vindicate. I have all this shit waiting for me at home. I cannot wait to wear it. Hi, caller. Hi. Hey, Vaughn. The green one's cool, too. Hi. Hey, with your kids, you have them doing a lot of outside sports, like skateboarding and tennis. Do you find that beneficial to like their like athletic development, especially at an early age? Uh, I have a young kid myself and we're looking to get him into like gymnastics or something like that, but just don't know like how soon to get him into that. And I try to talk to the family physician about that. And that's like talk to a brick wall. Yeah. Um, how old's your kid? Uh, three. So, um, 
I was completely over the top when I first had the kid and I would take uh, Avi just to everything, right? So at 18 months, I had him in ballet, soccer, just whatever, you name the list. And, and I realized that all at 18 months, all of those classes, at least the places I went, they were all the same, right? So ballet the, barely looked different than soccer, looked barely different than tennis, looked barely different. They basically did the same games with the kids, the same groups. They all had the parachute, even the ballet class, soccer class, they all had the parachute. And so... It was it was cool. I liked it, but it felt more like when you take your puppy to the dog park. You know what I mean? It felt more like just like socializing and like you're just the overexcited parent, right? Who wants to do too much with their kids? But it's cool. I'm glad I did it, and uh, and and I highly recommend it if you have the energy and effort and time uh, to do it. And maybe at the same time, especially if you have a girl, I think girls develop faster. Um, is yours a boy or a girl? Boy. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're going to let him decide at whatever he wants to be at the right age, but yeah, oh, boy good. for now. Yeah, yeah, good. All right. Whew, thank you. You're good. I mean, I, yes. I try to stay woke in this house, you know. Yeah. Just give him a pair of scissors in, 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 a, in a glass jar and be like, hey, if you're ever fucking just tired of that penis, just break the glass jar and just cut that thing off. In case you're <laughs> good, good idea. Yeah. Yeah. All my sons Jesus at birth got a glass Christ. jar with a pair of scissors in it. Um, oh so, uh, and, and of course, some hydrogen peroxide since Caleb's here and some cotton balls. Um, yeah, yeah, hydrogen peroxide first. Sterilize so, the area. but you know what I would do with my kid, which which uh, I think was the best thing. I spent I would spend hours. Uh, for, I had the time, and I would spend hours walking with Avi every day, like literally every day for the first two years of his life. And so basically, I would set, I would find like a beer garden that was a mile from my house or a coffee shop, and we would fucking walk there. And sometimes that walk would take fucking five hours because he would he would find a driveway and just want to run down it and up it, run down it and up it. And I just sit on the ground there and just watch him. Kid, he would or he would see a a curb and just jump up and down, up and down, up and down. And I would just sit there and he'd fall and he'd cry and just do. And I would just sit there and watch him just interact with the urban terrain. And then we'd get there and I'd get my cup of coffee and be like, oh. And we'd start the journey back, or I'd get a beer and we'd start the journey back. And another thing I would do is I would I would try not to bring a stroller because if he ever fell asleep or got tired, that's when I would carry him. And so then I would get my workout, and then if I couldn't carry him anymore, I'd set him down, and we'd have to be like, all right, we got to figure. You know <laughs> got to I mean? chill here for a while. Chill. Yeah, we got chill for a minute. head for summit in the morning. And that I did that for uh, a long time, and then at four is I think when shit really started getting um like that's when he started doing jujitsu uh three days a week um and i think the first year of that was maybe almost pointless except for the (laughs) fact that he got to interact with those kids which was awesome and then at um then i think at five or six i had always had a skateboard around he said hey i'm gonna ride that every day for a year and I said, okay, I'll help you do that. And I, and I set him up goals. Every 100 days, he got ice cream. And at 365 days, he got an ice cream cake. And when you set goals like that also, what that does is it makes it so as a parent, you don't have to get him ice cream or anything sweet because he knows it's 94 days away. So imagine like when he knows when you set a goal for someone, I'm just realizing just this right now, I never had to be like, no, you can't have any cake or you can't have any ice cream. Or you can't have any cookies because he knew it was 51 days away. Right. Mm-hmm. But I would make, but, but I always set him up for success, dude. So if it, like it's eight o'clock at night and he hasn't ridden a skateboard, I'd be like, Hey, let's go in the garage. And all you have to do is stand on it for five minutes. And we'd go in the garage and I'd start a timer and he'd stand on it for five minutes. And of course, after standing on it for five minutes, it turns into 20 minutes of playing with the skateboard. Right. And it didn't matter if he rode it. 
it would be it would be like he could just do circles in it or he could just I would just let him like um, stand underneath it and flip it over and try to land on it. And I just and then so then he started and then that turned into skateboarding every day for a year. And then I would set up the thing where, hey, um, uh, I had his grandmother buy him a go kart if he ran a mile every day for a year. And of course, he I would say five of the days he ran the mile nonstop. But it was just about doing that. And um, and then I got him into uh, tennis and then it made me want to play tennis. And it, I just b- built like that. I don't know if I'm answering your question. But, uh, um, yeah, in a roundabout way, you are. But I, I think that's the point. <laughs> and, and, and I would just and, 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 and I always bought balls. I would buy a bucket of balls and just be like, "Hey, let's just. I want you to throw ten balls with your right hand, ten balls with your left hand." And I would just celebrate each throw with him, and then we'd start again. And um. And and now it's just become normal. It's just um. Your kids have probably done more landmark like achievements, like running a mile, like stuff like that. Yeah than most people probably have in their entire like 30 plus years of existence. Right. And like the yeah, right. not wrong. That's, yeah. I've done more with them than I did in my previous exi- in, in my existence. Wow. Sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's well said, Caleb. That's interesting. Yeah, I played more tennis in a week with my kids than I played tennis in my whole life. And now, and now I like, I mean, yeah. I mean, and, and you know what? I, and I don't here. let them, um, I don't let them, mm-hmm. uh, some parents will be like, I let them choose. I don't let them choose. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. I mean, you got to let them choose some stuff, but for the most part, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to let my kid choose what he eats every day. They have the no, illusion of choice. The illusion of choice like, like we do. Like they're going to play, they're going to play, they're going to do jujitsu until, um, until they're 13, three days a week. Like that, that they're just going to, and if they don't, if they, if they don't, then the power struggle is going to happen there at the, um, venue i'm gonna take them there and um then they're just gonna have to put on their gi and sit on the mat and then that'll be their choice i won't fight with them i won't make it a negative experience but or or um some people will be like some kids will play tennis for like a year and then the i won't see the kid anymore and then they'll come back a year later and i'll be like what happened And they'll be like oh sally just didn't want to play anymore i would never i I would never if my kid said he didn't want to play tennis i wouldn't even ignore i wouldn't even acknowledge that he said that and the reason why is because i i I think what would I want for myself? You know, I, I don't, um, yeah. I don't want to sit, I don't want to sit on, I don't want to people s- living their lives through their kids, but yeah, yeah I, I, and I do I'm that. trying to get I'm, the life I wish I had as a kid. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm guilty of that, but it's, it's kind of like this. I, I don't want my wife going to the refrigerator and cutting herself a piece of cake and asking me if I want a piece. That's not the person I want to be around. I want her to take that piece of cake and eat it in the closet. And not influ- I want I want her to be considerate of how she influences me. I don't want it to be eleven o'clock at night and she pours herself a bowl of ice cream and sits down next to me. I don't I, I, I don't think that's responsible. And I'm gonna do and I'm gonna do the same thing for my kids. And it's just if if I went to the refrigerator at noon and I cut up some celery, I cut up some celery for her and some and, and throw some you know and, and, and pull some chicken off the fucking uh, rotisserie. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> So, and so I want to do the same for my kids. So if I'm going to tennis and my kids in the back screaming, I don't want to go to tennis. I'm not even engaging them. And, and it happens. But every time we go, my kids, once we get there, my kids are like so stoked. And now my kids are so proud of themselves because they can do tennis. They can throw punches. They can ride a skateboard. They're so proud of themselves. I signed my kid up for fucking tennis camp this year. All three kids. They, they, they hated the idea of it. And when we got there and they realized they were the best skaters there, they fucking loved it. 
<laughs> and there were some girls there. They were fucking out of their mind. Five days of heaven. I never seen them skate so much. And I told them afterwards, I go, yeah, bitches, now what? They're like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> so. My mom did the same thing to me. She, my mom sent me away to school to London for six months. I did not want to fucking go. Can you imagine? She sent me to college there to the University of London for six months. I kicked and screamed the whole way. Dude, thank you, man. Sounds Fuck. spoiled. Um, yeah, that, that's yeah. an experience that most people that's don't like get. Yeah. And the other thing I wanted to bring up with you, a while back you did that podcast talking about all the fat people at Disneyland. Um, and a if you ever go body. to another country, yeah, uh, yeah, sorry, T's and P's. I went to, uh, I went to Costco, I went to Costco last other week, countries. and I saw the same thing, by the way, and I fucking fell out. I couldn't even believe it, but sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Going to other countries, I went uh, did a cruise in Europe a couple of years ago, and there's large people in other countries, but coming back to America, I just realized that we got the fattest fatties. Like, oh, yeah. We're number one, baby. Fatter than their fatties. We don't fuck around. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> We do it all out here. I, I, don't, I honestly don't know what it is because, I mean, they have McDonald's. They have fast food crap. Oh, they have sugary drinks. Burger King is so much different. Yeah, they literally will have the same products with different ingredients because in the UK and in Europe, they banned a lot of the ingredients that the food companies have lobbied for to keep in our thing here. And our trusted experts and politicians slid that money right into their pocket and changed the regulations. Hey, um, you, um, uh, another thing about the kids, if you can get your kids in one, one-on-one coaching, I think that's been huge for my kids for relationship building. And actually that is why I got my kids into, I, I was more interested in the quality of the coach than the sports by far. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted my kids to have good relationships and, and the their relationship with vehicle anyways. Yeah. That's it. And, and, and their relationship with their tennis coach is fascinating. It's it's a trip. The guy's such a trip, and he's it, it's just yeah. He give he brings a yeah, level of maturity to that, 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 I, that I could never bring. Huge. Up. Say that again. And having that outside voice is huge. I yeah. mean, growing up, if my parents were like, "Hey, do your homework," you now I wouldn't listen to them. But if I was being watched by like the neighbor for the afternoon, and she was like, "Do your homework," I fucking did it. <laughs> she- so it's just like an extra parent. Yeah, you know what I was doing there, bud. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I had a neighbor across the street, Candy. Candy? Yeah. She was was oh, he nice? No, she she was great. Oh. I wish my mom would have used her to babysit me more. I think she only used her like once or twice. <laughs> your mom's a smart lady. Robbed you from some interesting no, experiences. My though. mom was smart, but my mom was oblivious. She didn't know. She didn't know nothing. Oh, my goodness. She was too busy working, trying to put food on the table. <laughs> All right, thanks for calling, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Take it easy, guys. Bye. Later. Somebody Later, had asked about the like organized sports, and I think you already said it best, Evan. Like, if you're any organization that you're putting your kids in, you should definitely look at the leadership and the coaches more so than than almost the sport. Like all things being equal, you saw that in the comments. Yeah, somebody just asked about like team sports for kids, and. um I just feel like I I don't have any kids and I don't then you know not playing team sports but being around the parents that do have them in the biggest difference is how involved politically they are with the other parents that are running the organization 
versus how much is actually put into the kids in their sports. So a lot of times that I know some of the people that are in like the little league with baseball and stuff at a certain threshold, especially as your kid becomes more like advanced or you go to the all-star or you want to be on the winning team, it becomes less about the kids in the sport and the development of the kids as people. And it becomes way more about the politics of the parents and the governing bodies that are oh, interesting. You're, stuff. you're funding for the club and, Oh yeah. Because then yeah. it's like, well, Johnny gets to play. Well, him and so-and-so are best friends and that's the head coach who runs the organization. So that's why he's on the all-star team, even though your kid earned it and you have all this like political BS that starts to get involved. So anytime you're I getting, haven't, in, I haven't seen that yet, but I, but I, but well, I, you're not in organized sports. Young. You're not oh, in organized yeah. sports. Everything. Right. Yeah. The way to yeah. get to, I mean, excuse me, you're not in a team organized. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sports. And I'm not really not in organized sports, sports either. Yeah. So yeah. that's where it starts to get a little bit more political, not for all, but for some of them. And then also, too, you're going to run into other parents' influences, right? So we go back to, uh, Savannah and I were talking about it, like you have the team mom that comes up with the snacks for the kids. The chances of your snacks being animal cracker cookies and Capri Suns at halftime are now going to be exponentially higher. So just pay attention to the, the the people that you're getting involved with with the organized sport would be you know, my two bit advice. Here, here's the thing too. Here, and this is going back to that CrossFit class we're talking about. Like, do you have a CrossFit class that you want to teach or do you a CrossFit class that attracts the most people so you can keep your doors open? When I would take mm. my kids to gymnastics camp, I realized that gymnastics camp was a really just a place to babysit. It was four hours a day and one hour of it was gymnastics. The other hour was arts and crafts and the other hour was eating goldfish and drinking Capri Suns. And the other hour was just fucking playing ass grab with the other kids. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like that ratio, but that was the ratio that, um, but that, that helped keep the, the, um, the doors open. I, I don't take my kids to these. There are parents who take these, their kids to these places to be babysat. I would say the vast majority of the parents do that. I'm not, yeah. I'm, I'm not interested yeah. in that. Yeah. I'm not taking my kids, um, to, uh, I'm taking my kids to have quality human interaction with a coach mm-hmm. and to, and to behave with intention. Yeah. And that's where the team sports will be really great because if you have a like-minded parents that are, that are like that and they're making it about the development of the kids and, you know, them learning out on the field and learning how to play with each other, there's nothing better than a team organized uh, sport for that interaction. The problem is just sometimes the governing bodies of that. I had my twins in soccer. They did not dominate. One did though. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know why that's funny, but that I don't know why funny. that's funny too, but I think it's funny. Uh, literally what public school is a babysitter. Caleb, what time is it where you're at? Is it nighttime? Damn. Um it's a little bit. It's about dinner time. Okay. Caller, hi. Hey, Savan, this is Mark Fuentes. Mark, what's up? Hey, yeah. Could, could you give Dave Castro my number, man? I just have some thoughts. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, so good. So good. Oh, my goodness. Hey, I'm going to give you Hey, I'm gonna give you that other dude's number, and you just call him up and unfuck him, okay? Hey, this is oh, Hunter. Good, yeah. Hey, wait, what was your last name? Fuentes? Fuentes. Yeah, yeah, you're, that's Mexican. I can give you Dave Castro's number, no problem. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Brown on brown is cool. Such a good one, Mark. That was hilarious. I actually have a, a little bit of a topic, though, about High Rocks, because I think uh, Hiller put out a video this morning about, uh, well, I think he was clickbait, you know, the whole, like, are High Rocks athletes fitter than 
um, CrossFit athletes, and he used Hunter as like, did I say Hunter put out the video? I meant Hiller. I don't know which one I'm saying. You said it right. I'm following. We're okay. Tracking. Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah. It's but, still. So he said that um, uh, McIntyre was basically fitter than most of the CrossFitters at the game. And I think he might actually have a point in a certain way because running is such a big So, and I'm doing it in November too. So I was hoping that guy would actually just post what his research was instead of just saying, oh, it's only for Hunter McIntyre to read. Because he needs the help, right? Because he hasn't really won anything. So I guess he needs help into figuring out how to really break through that barrier. Um, he, I mean, when I, I watched uh, the like the first time I had him on, I, I researched High Rocks pretty good, and then I had the founder of High Rocks on, and I researched that shit pretty good. Uh, those that that event thing that they do is pretty fucking gnarly. I don't I don't know if I want to say that they're fitter, but that thing is fucking nuts. And and I and I don't think um I don't think anyone at the games goes in and, and beats Hunter at that. I really, I, I don't think they come close probably. And if it yeah. is someone, it's, it's definitely not like Justin or Tia. It's, pro- it's probably more like someone who's like, in, I'm thinking more like a, uh, like a, like a thir- that Helga Thurga's daughter, that, that, that chick who wouldn't, wasn't able to do the row or a Christy Aramo. Like one of them might tear that shit up there. It's a lot of running. Yeah. Fatigue running. Oh, that's a Sam Dancer came and did it with when I did it in LA. Sam Dancer and there was one Masters yeah. athlete who was one of them. Um, Hefner's done it. A couple other people have done it, and they haven't come close to. What yeah, maybe Haley do. Adams would smash that shit. Yeah, yeah, she'd be good. We, got, I mean, I just feel like it's blowing up. It's actually getting they're they're moving. They're uh, having their first high rocks in Australia in Sydney pretty soon. Um, but Hiller made a point this morning that it could end up being an Olympic sport because it's so consistent. Like you won't see CrossFit there ever because it's never something that's predictable. You're only going to do with the Olympic like sport thing. I don't. I never understood that. Hey, does it, all that makes me think is when when you say that, Mark? Does it just make you think that the Olympics is stupid because of that? It's like um. <laughs> Like that, the fact think, that they, they can't um, if if they, they can't accommodate something as a dynamic as CrossFit, then I just think they're stupid. It's like I think I think general physical fitness should be a category in the Olympics instead of it being such a single um, modality. Like every everything's that just one thing or another thing, and it should be anything that's like. Like, for example, they have a cross-country racing, right? But they changed the course. That's about all they'll change. But they need, if they're introducing something, High Rocks, I think, is a front runner for being something that categorizes fitness instead yeah. of just, um, all right, who's the fastest runner in general? Yeah. Anyway. All right. Thanks, thanks guys. Right. I wonder, uh, and, then, and then Hunter Interesting. pop for drugs because... <laughs> Irox doesn't change. Uh, three tw- three twenty seven. This is fascinating. Columbia's thinking about um, Columbia's thinking about legalizing cocaine. Did you see that decriminalizing cocaine use? We've lost the war. Columbia, yeah, yeah. This is nuts. Uh, we had the, this is um, uh, Ed Manifesto's Instagram account. He was on the podcast a few months back. Columbia is calling for an end to the war 
It wants instead to lead a global experiment decriminalizing cocaine. Two weeks after taking office, the country's first leftist government is proposing an end to the prohibition and the start of government-regulated cocaine market through legislation and alliance with other leftist governments in the region. Officials in the South American nation hope to turn their country into a laboratory for drug decriminalization. It is time for a new international convention that accepts that the war on drugs has failed, President Gustavo Petro said in his inaugural address this month. Interesting. We want to take the money away from the cartel and give it to the government. I don't <laughs> take know, it away from I this organized crime group and give it to this organized crime group. <laughs> all the all the people that I know that are addicted to substances, they're off a little bit. But the people that I've been I've known to be addicted to meth are like off a lot a bit. <laughs> like something's like something really goes sideways with them. Like doing stuff to, that fucks with your sleep is no bueno. You know any? Do you know any healthy people who who do? Do you know? I mean, I know some people who who smoke weed who I could maybe say are healthy, or who drink a lot of alcohol who I could say are healthy, healthy and. Healthy is maybe not the right word, but I don't know anyone who's like a like a recreational cocaine user. That yeah, I don't know any functional meth meth heads. Yeah, (laughs) no, I don't think so (laughs) at all. And even their shit unravels after a while. Yeah, I mean, like Like anything else, it's a coping mechanism majority of the time, right? So if you're using it as a coping mechanism, and then it doesn't work as well or as effectively and you start dosing yourself higher and the problems begin to continue to come more. It's like at some point it just gets completely out of control, right? If you're not having a good time in life and you're like, I'm going to do some meth because I think this is going to really help me out. Like your, your problems are just going to exacerbate. <laughs> They're not going to like get better. This isn't, this is an interesting observation. The entire eighties NBA NFL had a pretty solid cocaine habit. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what do I know? Maybe the like Wolf of Wall Street types have a copious cocaine and you know alcohol problem, and they're all excelling at life. Maybe they know something we don't. Uh, Portugal has decriminalized all drugs since two thousand. Wow, I didn't even know. Is that true? I don't know. I don't know what the answer is there, but I do know that if their government is now regulating it, it just means that the power and control of that substance is just switching hands from the organization of the cartel to the organization of the government. I didn't do a lot of those drugs. I dabbled in that. Yeah. Right. Right. Well said, Susa. But, um, uh, they, they, I didn't, um, I didn't find them, uh, compatible with living a rich life. Well, happy life. I don't think that you, you probably weren't using it to fulfill something else. I mean, maybe in early development or something like that. Like a lot of the people that have issues with them usually have some sort of problem with, uh, within their upbringing or some sort of trauma or something like that, that they're not fully dealing with and that they're using the drugs to cope with that they're running from Portugal decriminalized the public and private use acquisition and possession of all drugs in the two thousands, adopting an approach to focus on public health rather than the public order priorities, arguing that Portuguese drug policy model has not proven influential enough to emancipate drug use from the stigma that associates it either with crime or pathology. This article critically discusses the developments and current challenges Portuguese drug policy confronts. Hmm. 
Didn't Oregon or Washington legalize all drugs? I feel now that you mentioned that year, but I think I do remember you could have crack somewhere. Like they weren't criminalizing you, crack? Gonna you, you, yeah, you could have crack. I remember them saying something like you could have crack and be fine, but you could also be charged with sexual harassment if you use the wrong pronoun. It was like just some fucking crazy <laughs> shit like that. That makes sense. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's an extreme. Uh, all right. Um, this evening we have a show. Thank you everyone for tuning in. We have a show on uh, the 10 greatest moments from the 2022 CrossFit Games. Uh, the show will be, the stars of the show will be um, Mr. J.R. Howell, who has skyrocketed to superstardom after his insane number of predictions that he got uh, correct about the 2022 CrossFit Games, the movements. And, of course, Taylor, the thumb self. <laughs> the most charismatic bald man who's ever been on the show. Sorry, Caleb. Uh, call her high. Damn it. Hi, how's it going, guys? Good. Hey, I, I just I wanted to just interject a quick thing, and and um, I just tuned in, but this morning I was listening to the Top 100 with Brian. Um, I, and I've I've messaged you before my concerns with Brian. Um, about his cocaine use, <laughs> <laughs> amongst like, other things. Concerns. Um, <laughs> um, I just I wish when you ask him about any given dude. That he didn't have to say, listen, I can't deny his fitness. He's very fit. He's very, you know, I mean, I wish he would just go in on the dude and say his issue with him, why he's an idiot. Not, you know, given this test, he's an idiot. Just, I, I don't know, man. Yeah. I, know I, don't she's know. Got, I know she's got big ass titties. I know <laughs> she's got a great ass, but she's just really high maintenance. You don't want any of that. You want, yo, that bitch is high maintenance. Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. Well, you got to remember, he needs to still be friends with all these athletes. I think that's why he's playing the. Uh, <laughs> why don't the you like it that there. he does that? Doesn't that contextualize it, or you just think it's like beating around the bush, or it wastes your time, or like why don't you like that? Beating around the bush, because the reason I love this podcast is because there's none of that here whatsoever. Right. And which, especially, I mean, friggin' Sean Woodland and, and Pat Sherwood, so much fake, just stuff and uh with the way they talk and um i well, just please, i get some of that friendly here please please uh mr uh flavor Flav, let's be uh, generous and kind let's not uh, just be throwing <laughs> insults it's a world it's a happy place let's all get along can't we just see eye to eye can't yeah. let's let's agree to have differences let's agree to just disagree we could have some important discussions around these conversations <laughs> That's you know a pedophilia is perfectly okay. We just need to rebrand it. It's perfectly fine. Let's just call it uh, having interested in younger in, in younger in, uh, younger kids. Yes, yes, yes. I appreciate kids in a different level than you do. Oh my god! Yes, let's be open minded. Everything's fine. I just I just hate it. Like Sousa, Sousa says, I'm a I'm a swim coach. I coach like a bunch of uh, different teams. And he said it hey, so perfectly. Like, do you coach girls? Wait, he was going to give me a compliment. I do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, please do. don't fuck them up. I've heard so about so many stories. That's like the favorite story girls, female swimmers, tell that their that their swim coaches gave them fucking anorexia. But go on, sorry. Give Susan a compliment. Oh shit. 
Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I'll shrug that one off. But, uh, yeah, so when he said, like, when you're a coach, you have this tendency to want to be like, someone tries to change their technique. And you want to be like, yes, that was it. When it really wasn't it. I mean, that was that's so fucking true. Like, you really do have that tendency. And it's all the same kind of concept where Brian Friend has to tell me that, you know, they Krakowski, he's really good. They just took away his ability to pace. Just, just tell me why he was shitty. Just, yeah, it's like, I, fucking... Uh, uh, I don't know. It's a, to me, it's all the same kind of thing, and I, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I hope I'm explaining. I hope I'm explaining it. Hey, you know, it, it's kind of hard to articulate. We can re-explain it because I think I, I, <laughs> you're you're working through it. You're working through it, and I like it. You're working through it. Working through it. He's a super. He's oh, a superstar, man. People love him. He's a superstar. It's good that you come well, on. I don't know. Fucking... Wait, Fakowski or Brian? Brian. I don't like either one. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you need to keep on here. Just call in once a week and work on and work on your I do that my poor wife has to like listen to me and you guys, the listeners, have to listen to me work through my ideas every week. So just call once a week and let's work, let's work through that together. Let's and we'll get to some constructive uh, feedback for, for Mr. Friend. All right, thanks, guys. Tea is dirty. I'll talk to you later. All right, bye. What's dirty? I think he said keep it dirty. Keep it all right. Oh, that was pretty funny. Brian's so good. (laughs) It's like anytime you try to please everybody, you're going to please nobody. So by trying to, like, soften the blow to his opinion on all the athletes, everybody else is just like, just say it, Brian. What the fuck? (laughs) Heidi, what did you like about him? He just... Like, I think she's like, going to give him an earful for talking crap about Brian. I don't think it was a good. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. She's going to like triangulate his location and, and come and attack. That guy, that guy has uh that guy has sex in the back of his truck for sure. That guy who just called. She wants to try out some new. BK oh shit. She does want to beat him up. Damn. <laughs> damn. You talk shit about Heidi's dude. <laughs> she's going to put that blue belt test practice to use. Coked up Hiller versus juiced up Sevon. Who wins? Oh, <laughs> Coked up Hiller. <laughs> Coked up anybody is just on a different level. Have you ever seen that episode of, of Cops? This is a long time ago, but it was a real popular one where they come up on that dude on PCP and he's naked and there's like 20 cops around and they're all shooting him with the taser and he's just like marching through and then comes to this fence and then just like, punches through the fence and just like rips the wood out and like steps it's real it's, it's real? real yeah and he's like they they, yeah. they couldn't get him down and nobody wanted to touch him because he was just a big naked dude and he's just like jacked up on pcp and they don't know how to like get him down it takes like five or six dudes with like tasers and stuff it's insane hey he didn't say tia is dirty did he is that true he said I think tia that's is what dirty. he said when he got off the phone I don't know. Juiced up me would be pretty, uh, would be a lot. It'd be alpha as fuck. I, it would be a lot. I, I would be very, I would really, if I did get juiced up, I would try to make it so like I had no neck. <laughs> 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 I'd try to get wider than I am. Yes. Yes. <sighs> I would, I would look like Lee Priest, I think. I think I, I would try to get to like 280 pounds. Put on, I put on like 110 pounds of muscle. Christopher. He killed it with his last one. <laughs> there are methyl groups in PCP, Sousa. Christopher, you're a good dude. Uh, T. Scott Major Seven, I missed your docu films like 
the behind the scenes stuff at the games and also the California road trip with Robert Lano, Dave Lipson was incredible fun back in the day. Do you have anything in the works? No, I'm j- just, no, I got just this show. <laughs> just no. Uh, here's the thing. I do think we're on. I do think that there is a chance. There are a, um, a lot of people who uh, at least three irons we have to um, broadcast events using sort of that cell phone, that same approach that we took to the um, Wadapalooza and to the CrossFit Games. And each one is getting better and better. I think we have some really simple solutions to improve the audio next time we uh, basically do a live behind the scenes. There is a desire. I do have a desire to basically run a show like this where you basically um, put us like on the side like this. So the three of us would be on the side and the picture where you see me right now would be the event. And we basically broadcast an entire event like that. And we have like eight people with cell phones at the venue. That would be dope. Mm-hmm. And I think we're about – there is a, a a guy that I'm hearing in the last 48 hours that's interested in doing that with us. I've heard some things about um, uh, um, the, the, the fittest in Dubai, that championship. I've heard they're interested in, in, in playing with us. I would love to play with them also. Um, there's so many opportunities for technology for us to do that. It does require a special person. It's not easy. What you saw Susan Hiller do is so hard. You think you're going to do it and you get there and your shit will just unravel. It's really hard to like, you you, you even, I I think I even saw Hiller struggle with it quite a bit. He's, but that was his first take, but there is a point. There's There's a a a mixture of being really, um, extroverted but also being calm I, th- I think hiller had like maybe six or seven too many monsters but um <laughs> but but that being said i'll still give him an a plus but but yeah. that was hard what him him and Susan were doing but you saw how cool that was right they would be interviewing people and there'd be two camera angles so we would be using Susan's camera angle but you would see hiller holding the phone we can do that and take over an event Especially if they give us access, access and especially if we yeah. have we have if we have good internet, we have our own um, Wi-Fi, and we had like ten cameras, we could do that. So basically, you think if if we could get if the Dubai people want us to do it, if maybe the Zello Games want us to do it, um, if uh, we'll probably do that's how we'll do the California Hormone Games, and and I think that those will end up being um, some cutting edge new. It will, it will add a. Um, some crazy intimacy and funness to uh, to these events. It's a mm-hmm. shame that the relationship with CrossFit and myself is so contentious, and and I'm I'm, I'm easily fifty one percent to blame for that. I take I take full responsibility for that because uh, if it w- the value I could bring to the owners that own that company is like, but the, but between my ego and the fucking. Um, sexist racist douchebags who are intertwined and mix the woke crowd there uh it's nuts it's um they'll they'll never i I will i wouldn't i'm not not interested in compromising with those pieces of shit rogue invitational would be cool yeah rogue would be rogue would be great too i smaller venue it's like yeah the rogue invitation would be cool i don't know my i don't know where my relationship stands with um um bill and Katie, I, I think that I, I suspect, I mean, I of course really like them and, and I'm um, uh, a little piece of me is terrified of them and respects them. Like I respect them so much. I'm terrified of them, but that also being said, um, they are, they're, they're a business that maybe doesn't want to, to, um, 
fuck with some of the realities that I'm that I that I fuck with. So we'll see. Uh, Rich Holton, yeah, I mean, th- there's we're going to miss this stuff when TDC brings back someone. Yeah, so that that so I've told you guys this before. If something like that did happen, I would turn the shit talking off right away. I am not going to take a shitload of money from someone and fucking. I, I would be more constructive in my criticism. I am not going to take a shitload of money from someone and fuck them in the ass. I, I'm not that person. There's even stuff people who work there now that say stuff that I can't believe that they tolerate them to say. When you're on the ship, um, you, I, I wouldn't tolerate any of you fucking guys to say anything negative about my wife or my kids. That's, that's what I mean, like even if it were true. So once you're on a ship, you have to – I'm not saying you have to be fake, but there is a um, – you don't you don't shit you don't shit where you eat. I don't think. Uh Seven, can you explain what Craig Ritchie did to you or Hiller that causes y'all to bash him the way you do? I don't care for his content much now. Uh I don't think what do we bash him? He I, I don't know what I don't know what his relation I just I think Hiller maybe I don't I think maybe Hiller just I don't know anything about Hiller and his relationship. I know one time that guy was at CrossFit HQ. He was in the gym um sitting in the corner, him and his uh wife and or, or that that girl he films with and he um no one else was in the gym he was he was sitting down on, on the ground on his computer working away L- looked like he was working hard i went over and introduced myself and said hi to them and I, I i couldn't get him or her to look up or say hi to me i'm a fucking nice fucking person they just I'm, ignored you like that yeah, yeah i'm su- i'm super easy to engage i am cool as shit like yeah. if you hung out with me, you'd be like, wow, this is fun. I'm free. I'm easy. I'm nice. I'm fucking exceedingly generous. I'm, uh, I'm humble. I'm, I, I just, and, and I, and they, they, they were in my house. I ran those offices. I had a hundred people there who worked for me. They were in my house. I walked over to them. I said, hi, I tried to engage him. He, he couldn't give me the fucking time of day. He couldn't look up at me. Couldn't say hi to me. Couldn't like, neither could she. And it was fucking weird. It was like weird, weird. And I stayed there and I gave him the benefit of the doubt that maybe he was busy and he was editing, et cetera, et cetera. But it was fucking weird. Or, or maybe he has autism or Asperger's or, or he's an Asperger's. He didn't Asperger's. like there stand up was, and like introduce no, himself no, to be like, no, what? There, was, there was something that was, that was completely inappropriate. So that was, that's my only um, impression of him. And then when I watch his content, I just, I, it, I just think it's and, and I and just so you know, I had it explained to me that there's people now, a lot of people have said to me in the DMs that before COVID happened, his content was really, really good. Like like there was value to watching it. And then COVID happened and it's just been like sitting in first class fake titties and um uh petting his dog. But I find it so I f I'm I'm uh envious of the, the number of subscribers he has and the people that watch it, but I just can't make retard content. That it is, it is fucking retard content. What do I mean by that? There's, I, I don't see the value in watching a show for 15 minutes, three minutes, it's him petting his dog, three minutes, him driving to the airport, three minutes in first class and three minutes is him, um, uh, uh, hugging people when he lands at the airport. I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, um, so I just, I just, it's just become kind of like that to me. Um, he said a bunch of dumb shit when Dave got fired, like just stupid shit. So um, I, yeah, I pride myself on my humility. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> uh, 
So I, I, um, I, uh, here, here, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I'm walking by yesterday. Um, I am walking bare. First of all, I'm in a town where everyone in Newport beach, I'm in a town where everyone's rich as fuck and superficial as fuck and beautiful. I'm the least beautiful, least superficial person here. I walk everywhere barefoot. My hair is a fucking mess. I look like a mad scientist. And I'm just minding my own business and I do my shit. And I walk by this fucking bar along the beach. And every house I'm walking by is a $10 million house, $40 million house. It's just a row of houses as far as your eye can see sitting on the fucking north edge of the North American continent. And I'm fucking walking. And I walk by this bar and a lady comes out. And from the back, she's she's wearing a white tight leather dress, the craziest stilettos. It's it's one o'clock in the afternoon. Her she looks so fucking hot, it's crazy. I can only see her from the back. She looks like she fell out of a Versace ad, and she's carrying this crazy expensive like purse that's got all those leather stamps all over it, and then another bag that looks like it's from Tiffany's or something. And she comes out of there and she stumbles out of there. And I thought she was stumbling out of there because she was um her shoes her shoes yes she she goes across the street and she struggles and she gets she looks like a baby giraffe and she gets to the other side and she starts walking and i and i and by now i've stopped right and i'm like assessing the situation and there's some guys who came out of the bar who were like looking at her and 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 i'm like um i'm going through youtube like uh looking up and and i'm looking for something to listen to as i walk and or, or an audiobook i can't remember and so then she gets about 200 feet in front of me, right? And she's in front of this house where there's these like 10 dudes. Um, uh, you, you might remember the dudes, uh, Sousa. They're always in front of that one house and, and they took a liking to Hiller, these guys. They're huge and jacked. They all look like they're roided out of their fucking mind. Older guys, mm-hmm. like my age, my age. Massive. And right when she gets to like their house, um, uh, her, her purse falls and all her shit goes everywhere. And I'm watching, and there's people everywhere walking around her. And she's clearly fucking struggling to fucking get the shit because of the high heels. All shit like makeup, her wallet, everything just falls out of her purse everywhere. So she walks over to the side, and she sets her bag down, and now I'm walking towards her. And I get over to her, and I look at her, and she the, she's the most haggard woman you've ever seen. Her face looks like... It, it, it's so she was, sad she was good from far but far from good oh my god it was so sad she looked like she like she like she came from a country where cocaine was legal <laughs> now you know i know I, I put down my bottom my fucking 12 pack of topo chico and i start picking up all well everyone's just walking around 100 people have had the chance to fucking help this lady put all my shit down i'm fucking putting all the stuff in the bag I got these these fucking glasses on. Oh, look at you. <laughs> look like this. Jesus Christ. I fill up I fill up her uh I get all her shit I get all her shit fucking back in her bag and she says thank you to me. And you know what those guys up top say to me? Cuz they see me every day walking around. The guy the big guy goes, "Hey, Sean Penn." I, go, I knew you were a good dude. I see you walk by here. I knew you were a good dude. That's so good. He said, said Sean Penn. Penn. I said that Sean Penn comment. He goes, yeah. I go, I'll take it. He goes, I know you will. 
True story. Then I look at this lady. <laughs> I know you will. Yeah, I had the red CEO shirt on. Yes, Sean. I had the red. red. Oh my god. Yeah, so, so, then I, so, so then I look at this lady, and it's like it's like a, a, a like just a porn star that's just been just retired thirty years ago, but still trying to stay in the game. And I go, ma'am. Uh, she, she goes, thank you. I go, ma'am, are you okay? And she goes, yeah. I go, I go, where are you going? Should have never said that. Uh oh. And she goes, I have nowhere to go. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, okay. She's like, where are you going? And I'm like, is there anything I can do for you? I just ignore that question, right? Where are you going? And um, she she goes, no, I'm fine. And then she just leans up against the wall, and I just and I just walk on. That's like, the, that was it. That was that's, <laughs> that's the story of my fucking life. Um, uh, it, it, I mean, I, I have a thousand stories like that where a hundred people see someone who's fucking in need, and they're just walking around. I don't do that. I don't do that. Yeah, I don't. I, and, and I won't like if, if it's if it's if I see it's batshit crazy or my kids are with me, I won't get involved. But I'm not a um, I, 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 if I'm at Home Depot and I see fucking three fucking Mexicans loading fucking bricks into the back of a fucking truck and it looks like it's going to take them a fucking hour and I'm not doing anything. I'll walk over and help those motherfuckers. Like I, I'm only here to participate um, in adding value to other people's life. That's. That's well, kind of secondary to fucking um, loving my kids and my wife. All right, great, that was a great story, Dan. No, that was great. Okay, thank you. I'm just glad. Unfortunately, we had to wait all the way to that two four. To two, <laughs> I, I hope everybody makes it to that uh, story. That was good. All right, um, John Penn. <laughs> I will. Uh, I will see you guys uh, this evening, Caleb. Thank you, Susa. Thank you. Get your gear. At Vindicate. Get your copy at paper. Street. Uh, please check out uh, Darren Coughlin's newsletter out of Australia. It is called Coach's Corner. Master of Coaches dot online. Uh, master Master of Coaches, master of coaches dot online. Uh, he is really starting to build a library there. It's pretty fucking awesome. Um, check out. Make sure you check out your CrossFit Level One. Also, uh, Athena Perez is. I think her her product is about to come out of its beta. Um, uh, if you subscri- subscribe to our newsletter, you can see all the people who um, not only who support us, but we support them. So, so some of those people on there are just the thing, things that I want um, to get behind. And Athena's um, seminar is uh, ba- ha- how to work with uh, larger bodied um, clientele. And, and I had a lady at my house last night for dinner. She was 82 years old and she was complaining to me that CrossFit doesn't do enough for the elderly. And I didn't fight with her. I think CrossFit does plenty for the elderly, but it was still good for me to hear that. Um, okay. So that's it. Talk to you guys. Uh, see you guys tonight with uh, J.R. Howell and the stud Taylor self. Some people think he's even games material. Caleb, love you. Bye.